full of sugar. Yeah, that was too much. We have much. our water. That was too much. Add backside attack. Add big save. Oh, season three. Season three. Um, November 2019. Yes. Uh, yeah. What What is it? What's the significance of that? Uh, this is when uh, we should be uh, surrounded by replicants. Do we dream of electric sheep? Yeah, the, uh, well. Well, they do. Do they? I mean, that's the, that's the thought, right? That's the question. That's the question, yeah. Do androids dream of electric sheep? Mm-hmm. Or do they dream? Do they have dreams like uh, figurative dreams. Yeah, I think they. I think they. If they do have dreams, because that that they have, that means if you have if you ha- if you have the ability to dream, that means you have an ability to like. Uh, that means you have you you have, um, you have consciousness. Yes. So, whether the androids have that or not, so when they're when they're pat- when they're not working, mm-hmm. there's still machines that are not wor- that are working, right? So if they're not working, like you know, like but they're because they're always. I'm assuming they're always on, either on or off, right? Because they are, they're. They don't have, um, so if they're if they're working and they're whatever, right? But if they're not working, because they never really explain that in the movie. When they they're never arrest. they never tell you do they power them down? Yeah, they don't tell you that, right? So if like if you have if they have consciousness, yeah, then they do, <clears throat> they do dream, right? Yeah. But I think what they do dream is uh, what they dream of is they depend upon what their, you know, what their patch is like, right? But I think they all have if they all have a, if you all got, got them like if you got a hundred of them hundred of them in a room, mm-hmm. I think what they would f- focus on is like what do they dream of. And I think, what well, or what they want, and I think Roy Batty, what they want, they want, they want extended life. He wants like complete freedom. That's I think they, I think they would all want that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and then that's 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 the whole idea too. Like both, because they what do they dream of? Yeah. And do they actually have the ability to dream? Yeah. So the 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 the, the question itself that that's that's what the question is. Yeah. Do they? Do they? Yeah. Or so or do they dream of electric sheep? Or actually, maybe the, the question is, do they dream at all? Exactly, mm-hmm. which means like, are they like you said? Are they sentient? Are they conscious? Yeah. Are they like how close to human did they make them? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if they if they have the ability to dream, that means they can process the information mm-hmm. in their that they take their input. Yeah. But if they input for the day, they can process that. They can break that down into man, what a weird dream. Mm-hmm. And if they're having that thought afterwards, it means like, man, am I alive? If I can think that was a weird dream. Yeah, like because it depends on like how how real their how real their memories are. Yeah, because well, if they're if they become. Uh, conscious of like uh get all my memories fake or not right mm-hmm. then i think they realize that they're, they're that whatever they're dreaming of is all based on a false premise well i mean that would be the the fear right if That's i wake fear, up yeah. right now like how how do i know if i was one of those androids that i've been alive for 40 plus years mm-hmm. right now yeah that you didn't just push a button and wake up model you know 42 yeah of me i wake up and suddenly i'm like hey guys how's this going hey at backside attack yeah but i haven't existed until yesterday yeah, I all think, my dreams are artificial. Yeah, because all androids are, uh, all androids know who they are. Mm-hmm. They they know that they're androids. Well, yeah, yeah. In, in that show, they in do. That, yeah, in, in that in that world, they in do. that world they live in, right? So they all know that they're androids, right? So, dreamy is just is dreamy is basically wishful thinking. Yeah. I think so. I think for that, them, for them, right? So like, uh, when, so when they do power down, I think the bigger question is, do they dream? I think so. Do they dream? At do they all? dream at all? Well, I mean, I think like um, as far as like the figurative aspect of it, like do they dream? Like they want extended life. They want they want their freedom. Mm-hmm. They want to be left alone to do their own thing. Yeah, that that's kind of so, like answered by, well, at least in Roy Batty's case, like he's poetic. Mm-hmm. Like his last speech, the Tears and Rain speech, is super poetic, mm-hmm. which is why Deckard is so freaked out. Yeah, like when Deckard looks at him reciting that speech while holding a dove, not snapping its neck, it, it means that he doesn't want to kill the animal. Yeah, number one, he appreciates the beauty of the dove, mm-hmm. and then on top, man, we're getting weird. And then on top of that, 
he's he's poetic about what's happening to him right now. Yeah. And maybe even if he doesn't know it, he is, which means he's able to at least piece together like a way to explain what his life has been like yeah, to, he, to yeah, a human. He, he like he says like he he's basically like disclosing the the the, the, the not only the irony but the tragedy in his life. Exactly. And like, you know, like uh, he goes, even I'm though, just a machine. Yeah, he's like, you know, like there is they're modeled more human than human, right? Yeah. But there's so many caveats to that. Like, you know, we don't have we don't have like even though we are, uh, I'm so much more. I'm like a superhuman compared to you, right? Yeah. I, what I don't have is life. I don't have I don't have like I I will not be able to. My whole life is based on is not is not is all based on a lie basically when it when it comes to like memories and yeah. all that stuff right those are all fabricated he's a well I mean, not even that i mean he his his haven't been fabricated i think i think what oh, happens yeah yeah yeah. Is that, like, yeah that makes sense yeah like so his uh, his memories everything he's got is real i think what he's saying is like i'm just a jackhammer mm-hmm. you know i was only built to do one oh yeah thing. yeah he's a, he's a tool yeah i'm yeah. a tool yeah. you as a human can do whatever you want to do but look at my life in the four years what have they had mm-hmm. compared to your life in the 40 plus years you've had yeah i've seen things uh, you, wouldn't you wouldn't even, even dream believe of, yeah. man mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I've been in space watching battleships explode. Mm-hmm. I've watched sea beams glitter through whatever the hell a Tannhauser gate is. Yeah. And all you've done is run around chasing robots. Yeah. On Earth, mm-hmm. eating noodles. Yeah. You punk. Yeah. And I'm going to die, and you're going to chase me, and they're going to make me die, but you're just going to, like, live the rest of your bullshit life, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's all you've got. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, that's, I think that's, and that's. That's why I think that's why everyone says like Roy Batty is like he's he's the he's basically the hero in that uh, in, in this movie, right? Not the absolutely, hero. yeah. So like, uh, or and Decker's just like a, he's a secondary character. Yeah, I mean he's a what's that term they use for that? He's a deuterologist. He's like really Roy Batty is the main character. Yeah, and then you've got that secondary main character. Yeah, but he's definitely secondary. Even though we see him more, mm-hmm. I personally I'm more interested in seeing how Roy Batty's in a oh wait yeah world, like right? like Roy Batty, learn more yeah Roy, Roy Batty says uh. Uh, oh, sorry, not Aruka Haru uh, said that. Uh, he goes, uh, he goes. I think Harrison Ford should have taken that role more seriously. Oh wow! He said he goes the Deckard role. Yeah, he said his character was so dumb. He's like he goes, he goes. All he does is he walks around and yeah. he uh, and he bangs a washing machine. That's all he does. His character, like as as fun as Harrison Ford is in a lot of his movies, mm-hmm. Roy Roy Batty compared to to Deckard is more interesting in in what should be Deckard's movie and Deckard. Has got no memorable moments. Like there's nothing that he does that like all the characters around him have memorable moments. Like uh, what's her name? The the android there, um, Sean Young. Yeah. Her android has got a lot of memorable fun crap that she she oh, yeah. says and does. Yeah, because her life is like her life is is a little bit more tragic than his, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I think um uh and I think I I think that I think that's kind of a good thing that uh, Roy Batty's character. Sh- because uh, I'm more interested in his story. Like mm-hmm. I don't, like the even though the title of Blade Runner is named after uh, uh, Deckard. Deckard's, uh, Deckard's role, but like, uh, um, it's not about that. The no. whole movie's not about that at all. It's like, uh, uh, it's about their relationship, and you you're rooting for Roy Batty in that movie. Hundred percent, hundred percent, you are. If you're not, then you're. you're well, not, even yeah. Daryl Hannah. Like I mean, yeah, her Darryl character. Hannah, yeah. Like you, you want her to escape when yeah. she's making all those weird little flips and shit to get away. You want her to get away mm-hmm. because there's, there's like a, like they are the underdogs in that story. Yeah, they're gonna die. They know they're gonna die. All they want to do is live. Yeah, I mean, maybe as a kid you don't quite get it. Like when you, you, you watch it as a younger, as a younger movie fan, movie yeah. viewer. 
that as you get older, you get the inside track of that movie. Yeah, because you root for somebody else. Yeah, because like, when you're watching that movie when you were a kid, like when I watched it, um, yeah, I was going, I was going, for, I loved Harrison Ford's Han character, Solo because right? you're looking, you're going for Han Solo and Indiana Jones, right? Yeah. Like, but that's not the truth. That's mm-hmm. not that's well, that's not the truth. But I'm saying like that's not that's not the reality of the situation when you when you watch it when you're older, right? Yeah. You're like, wow, like you no, know, the the movie is much more deeper than that, right? Oh yeah, that you like you you, you, t- you tend to fall in love with these characters, and uh, when you're Watching their the all the the uh, the androids like all their struggles, mm-hmm. and you're like, man, that's just uh, you feel for them. You really do. Yeah. Oh, you totally do. Yeah. Because really, I, I think we're maybe maybe that's unfair of uh, of Rutger Howard to feel like Harrison Ford didn't put more into it. Maybe that's the point of that character. It totally is. Yeah. He's like, the passenger, just like we're the passenger. I think he's like. I think. Uh, I think what he's talking. I think he's saying that uh, when Harrison Harrison Ford's character was so weak. I think that what he's saying that is that if Harrison Ford's role was uh was stronger mm-hmm. or was written stronger, uh, that would have upped uh, Roy Batty's character. So because you Maybe. can't have one with, you can't have one without the other. So he's like, yeah, if they, if his game was raised, because I have so many interactive scenes with him, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the most memorable ones anyway. And then you uh, if his character got, got amped up, if he like showed more than that, like, what he, than what he did, yeah, I would have as well. We would have elevated the movie a little bit more. Could it could be maybe I, I don't know yeah so I I do like the fact though like now that I think more about that that comment that reaction I mean all the reactive acting that Harrison Ford does in that because really all of us he's reacting all the time yeah like there's nothing that he's doing that's really proactive he goes no, to investigate no, no. he goes what's his name the the more human than human the the main dude there the guy who builds the robots yeah yeah. I can't remember his name. I can never remember his I name. I don't know why I can't remember his That's bad. And that's one yeah. of my favorite movies. I mean, that's the thing. As much as we watch it, I always blank out on his name. Oh, no, name. wait. It's, uh, oh, God, what is it? Come on. I know. I'm just blanking. I, I, I know. You know what it is? I just watched, uh. Well, you just ate three I just, candy I bars. I, well, the thing is, I just watched Aliens as well. I got Wayland, I got Wayland in my head now. He's like, uh. The old Wayland Utani? Yeah. Uh, what the hell is his, uh. Anyway, whatever it is. Yeah. But like when you watch, he he goes up to that guy's um, castle there. Mm-hmm. He's he's just investigating. He's yeah. a passenger. He's reacting to what he's being told. Mm-hmm. Everything with Sean Young, he's reacting to what she tells him. Yeah. Um, Edward James Olmos, he reacts to that character. Like, what's your deal, man? Mm-hmm. Roy Batty, he reacts. Like, he's reacting all the time. Yeah. So maybe the the point of that character was to just be in awe of everything around him. Yeah, and that's that was maybe yeah, he played that perfectly. Yeah, he was a he was a very yeah that's true. He was very like his role was like just reacting to to all the the madness that was going all around mm-hmm. him, right? So I guess not the audience was seeing the the movie through his eyes, but like uh, um, kind of were though. Kind of yeah, it's like he's uh, I guess he was just uh, um, yeah because he did not want to be thrown in that situation at all, right? He's yeah, like, forget it, right? Well, he didn't want to be back. Yeah, he wanted to be back, right? So when the, the fact that he's he's back now, he's ill equipped to do. He's kind of like. Not, I'm not thinking that he's physically like he's just mentally ill-equipped to deal with. Like he's like, wow, this is kind of overwhelming. What's well, he's, going on? I mean, he's done this before. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not something he wants to do again. Yeah. It's almost like he's a guy who, um, it's uh, he's like a tech. He's hmm. a tech who who knows the system really well, but he's been gone long enough to the system's gotten, it's changed enough, to where he understands what's happening. But not only does he have to relearn all the old tech that he knew, mm-hmm. he has to advance his brain to all the new stuff that's out there. Yeah. And he's just not into it. It's like, I just really don't want to be there. I don't want to learn all this new shit. Mm-hmm. I just want to go back to my own little apartment and, and you know, maybe build toasters. Yeah. But they're like, no, you're not building toasters anymore. Mm-hmm. You're going to chase the new version of the androids. They're yeah. bigger, faster, stronger, smarter, and they fake human real well. Mm-hmm. So you got to do that now. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I remember the old ones are metal skinned. They're clunky. 
I mean, if you ask them to lie, they would say things like, what is lie, sir? Mm. And you're like, oh, that's an Android. Yeah. But now it's not that anymore. No, man. These are, this is Nexus. This is Nexus. Yeah. I mean, look at their eyes. Mm. Their eyes don't even move. Like, they just don't even twitch. Yeah. Not even a heartbeat, not a pulse on the lie. I, I just built eyes. <laughs> I do eyes. I just built eyes. <laughs> I always feel like um, that's Philip's voice, right? That's his. That's where he does it, right? Pretty close. Yeah, I I I do eyes. I do I, I do eyes. When you say that, it's like uh, it always kicks me back eyes. to Minority Report. Oh, does it? Yeah, when he's getting the, the eyes put in his head. Oh yeah, yeah. When he has yeah, to go to the, about, yeah, yeah. the sub cell basement room, there he goes to the Joker doctor. Mm-hmm. The Joker doctor's gonna put new eyes in his head because mm-hmm. he has to like fake his way through the <laughs> the new building. Yep. I always feel like that movie does not get the love it deserves. Really. Not a fan of Minority Report. Yeah, Minority Report. Uh I feel it's super underrated. Okay, I think I think I'm not sure if it, like I think it's, it's it's it gets the only reason I think it gets the respect it deserves is because it's it was uh it showed what future tech could be and we're seeing it now. You you think it's as respected as it should be, like from a tech point of view. Okay. Yeah, but All not right. like but as a as a film as a film as a popular movie like yeah. like in that sense like you know like uh, a respected movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see. I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah, I always feel like it's one of those things where people like. I, I remember when I watched um the new the new version of what's it called uh the Schwarzenegger Mars movie, Total Recall. Total Recall. Uh, the Total Recall felt like they were really trying to capture that version of the future again, mm-hmm. and it just they didn't do it nearly as well. But Minority Report seemed to really nail like that fine line of we're in the future, but nothing really changed. Like yeah. everything, cars That's still exactly kind of look it. like cars. Yeah. yeah. Buildings look like buildings. People look like build. People look like people. Yeah. Like nobody's near linked up yet. They kind of are, but I mean, not really, right? Except for that whole like scanning your eyes, give you ads kind of stuff. Yeah. But I mean, it did kind of nail what's happening as the as the future goes along. Like the tech is growing the way the way that movie kind of represented it. Yeah, you know, I I agree. It's like it's and it's more like it's 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 more of a realistic future. It is. Yeah, yeah it's more, more of like grounded, more grounded. It's yeah. more grounded future. But like great quotable lines too, like things like Red Ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, like <laughs> that movie had moments in everybody runs. Yeah. I mean, like, I still say that sometimes. When there are people walking around and you think, like, is that going to make a break for it? Or, like, when you see an interaction with cops and a criminal, like, everybody runs. Yeah. Or, uh, what was, what's that show? Like, uh, Live PD. The car pulls up. The police car pulls up. The guy's going to stop. The door opens up. And, like, everybody runs. Everybody the runs. The guy just makes a break for it. Mm-hmm. He's out of there. Yeah. So, that's, I don't know. I feel like in that in that sense. Yeah. You know, I know. I agree. I think it's, uh, I think Minority Port is, because it was a big hit. In his day, in his day, it, it was. Was it a big hit or was it like a, a solid performer? Because I can't remember if it was solid like a performer. Was I would it was say like a solid, yeah, a solid performer, right? Yeah. So I think uh, Tom Cruise, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I guess are two pretty big names. Oh yeah, like I think. Uh, yeah, I think did Steel did uh, Tom Cruise run in that movie? I think Tom Cruise ran because everybody runs. Yeah, remember when they got him in the alley? That's uh, what's his he name? did run. Yeah, hey, he tells him, yeah. "Don't do it, man. Don't do it." Yeah. <laughs> but everybody runs. Yeah, he <laughs> man, that guy can run, and. Uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, Tom Cruise. Yeah. The uh, uh, oh, I was gonna say, did you watch Joker yet? I did not. Okay. You have. Yes. Okay. I'm 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 fine with spoilers too. Yeah. If you want to go into a no, I was wondering if you if you saw it yet. <clears throat> I did not. I think I get the gist of it. Um, I get the idea behind it. I know that like he obviously doesn't die in the movie. He gets caught like normal. It's like the birth of the Joker. So I mean, I know all that kind of stuff. Uh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess maybe I don't know. I guess I guess the, uh, I, I don't know. It's what's a, going yeah, now. it's it's a very ambiguous movie. Um, oh, even the ending. Yeah, it's uh, um, Good yeah. There's just there's just scenes in it when you're watching because uh, the thing is that, um, uh, he's in every like he's in every scene in the movie. 
Yeah, it, in that sense, like who was who was explaining? I think Ghost or somebody was saying it is very, very much like a Scorsese inspired movie. Yeah, he's literally like he's in every moment. He's yeah, he he carries the entire movie on his shoulders. Oh wow! And uh, there's some scenes where like uh, um, like there's an ex- like there's an extended scene where like uh, uh, like when someone says like yeah okay. Like you, you uh, like someone says, okay, this is gonna come out of your paycheck or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just looking at the guy, and then it, there's an ex- and then the, it's it's an extended scene that he's just okay. See- hang on a second. What 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 are we at on the clock right now? It is we're 17 minutes in. Yeah. Let's give it a solid three minutes of spoilers. So if anybody wants to walk away, it's a 17 30, 30 whatever it is. Oh yeah, th- this will not this go will ahead. not spoil. Just yeah. go nuts. I yeah, don't this care. will not spoil it. Um, so he's just looking at the guy. His boss is like, yeah, it's coming out of your paycheck, right? You know, yeah. like if, if a boss said that to you, like something, you ruined something, it's coming out of your paycheck. And uh, and the, Arthur Fleck obviously needs the money, right? Affleck. Yeah. So like he just, he the, the look he gives this guy, mm-hmm. it's like, it's literally like, that's like everyone, like I was just looking at the screen. I was like, what the, I was like, what the fuck? I was it's, like, it's the look you want to give or like, the look that you uh, no, expect like, from like a madman. Like a madman. Like if, I, if if someone looked at me like that, mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, I, I don't know what I would say. I'd be like, holy shit, this guy's, like this this guy's insane. That's impressive. He's That's- he, <laughs> he, he's, he's incredible in this movie. I'll tell you this: there have been times I've interacted with there, a lot and, of people. Yeah, and sorry to interrupt. Like, oh no, go ahead. And there's there's scenes and scenes like that in the entire movie. It just keeps going. I mean, like scenes that kind of like leave you. Like you're just like holy like shit. Like in awe of his ability to, to relay an emotion. Yeah, he's incredible in this movie. Yeah. Not not a lot of movies really do that, right? You no, know, not a lot um, of movies these days. There was a time when a lot of movies did that. Yeah, like you could. Fucking you, Fight Club. I mean, yeah. like Fight Club's full of moments like that. Yeah, like you could call this movie Arthur. I, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, like it's not about him being the Joker. Yeah, it's not like it's it's obviously there's he's a he's a performing clown, right? Mm-hmm. But. Uh, um. Yeah, like you could just call this movie. You could just literally call this movie Arthur. You, it wouldn't skip a beat. Hmm. Because uh, uh, um, it's it's about the the ascension to becoming the Joker, right? So um, that's that's the beauty of this movie. So like a, a lot of people say, like, oh, he's a better Joker than uh, uh than Heath Ledger, right? Well, it's different. It's different. It's completely different. I mean, Heath Ledger was not a better or worse Joker than Jack Nicholson. Yeah, it's like, different. Yeah, so like I would say, I would argue that. Um, that Arthur Fleck is the Joker in the just Joker movie for like five minutes. Oh wow! Because it's, it's. I mean, as far as total time goes, uh, like, total time in makeup as the character you think is yeah, the Joker. Like he, yeah, he's like this. It's like it's like Arthur Fleck, like this, and this just this ascending to becoming this. Like the, just society just turning him into this god. This, I'm this cool with that. Yeah, and, I'm cool. With which that. is great. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. I like that. Right? So like, uh, yeah. So like the the people will say like you know oh the movie blew them away just because the movie blows you away doesn't mean he's, he's a better Joker. Yeah. So like uh, um. Like, uh, like, what if I would I would pay to see? Like, sadly, he's gone. But like, imagine like a, a Heath Ledger playing Joker this movie, character, his, like his because we don't know the backstory. That's right. So I imagine, mean, we really don't know more than I mean, we don't even know what was truth in that character. You never, he was you, he just shows up. He's chaos right away. Yeah, and he's gone. Yeah, yeah. So to see his ascension into that chaotic character, imagine that. Imagine that movie. I was um I was talking to the old uh, Greg the Greg the Ghost, and he was mentioning. On um, I like like little bits and parts of the Joker. Like we were just talking about it back and forth. And the mm-hmm. way he was talking about it, have you seen that uh, Tim Robinson's? I think you should leave. Yeah. On Netflix. On Netflix. Yeah. It's a comedy. Like it's yeah. it's pretty much a sketch comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's a thing they do well in that that kind of made me think about the Joker. If you twist 
the comedy out of it. Mm-hmm. How he takes a character who's in a room who is completely correct, like like a righteous character. Then he brings in another character who's not a lunatic on the surface, but is just not right. Mm-hmm. And he's wrong. Not right in, in, in like action, not right in maybe even like, you know, like mental state. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit off. Yeah. And then he eventually turns the entire room against the righteous character mm-hmm. to where it makes that character, the righteous character, a madman. A madman, yeah. And he's no longer acting like a normal person. Mm-hmm. He's no longer acting like the righteous character. He's lost his marbles mm-hmm. and he's now like railing against the rest of the room to prove that he's actually been right all along. And as the viewer, you know that guy's right. You yeah. know that like the like I think it's what's his name? It's Stephen Yen in the one like yeah, the, that's the right. one yeah. the yep. one episode that I'm thinking of with Tim Robinson. Mm-hmm. Where Stephen Yen he's he's completely correct. Mm-hmm. You know, and then little by little you watch him descend into madness. Mm-hmm. And if that were a like a drama, I mean that would be a great way to play it. It felt like that's what was happening to the Arthur Fleck character from yeah. what I was being informed about from the movie. Yeah, that's that's actually that's actually but Correct. it was just like yeah. he is he's actually pretty righteous in everything he's doing. He's not a bad person. He just wants to live his own life and do his own thing, get his help, get a job, do but just be be good. Yeah, he was just dealt a bad hand. Yeah. And then the this like just the environment he's in and society is yeah. just like is just uh and he's trying to be a good person. Yeah. Um, you know, he takes care of his mom. Uh, he <laughs> he seems to, like he, I'm just doing me, yeah, you do and you. And he tries to like, you know, he tries to make he likes you know, he's a, he likes kids and stuff like that. And uh but um like I saw the bus scene, the scene on the bus where yeah, he's like, the, "Don't bug my kid." Yeah, and he's like, "I'm just being a good person." You're yeah, he's, me he's making fit, and the kid was laughing. So like, we're interacting. Yep. Yeah. But uh, and then she's like, "No, you're an asshole." Yeah. Yeah. Turn your head. Don't yeah. look at me. Look out the window. So yeah, it was uh, it was it's a it's a great and not only that, it's um, so uh, everything like uh, uh Phoenix's uh performance <laughs> wait, is wait, great. Who, who's in it? I don't want to forget it. <laughs> I love the way you say it, yeah. though. Yeah, Yoquan Phoenix. That's his name. Yoquan Phoenix. Yeah, and uh, so like his his performance <laughs> is is stellar. Like it's flawless. Yeah. Um, Todd Phillips' direction is flawless. It's it's like it's a beautiful movie to look at. I love it when like a slapstick director mm-hmm. puts out like a solid it's Oscar contender movie like it's, that. It's, it's an amazing movie to watch. It's like, look what I can do. Yeah, the script. Um, I don't really. People can take it or leave it. Um, it's uh, the story is great. Um, obviously, no no script is perfect. There's holes. There's there's. Well, but, I mean, like, but, like they compare is, a lot yeah, of that to. But like you know, who cares? Like that. Like I don't care. That, that's just oh. it. I mean, like I was saying, they compare that to um, like King of Comedy and um, what's the other one? They always Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver. Not not like stellar script work. Just really good character driven acting. No, the, yeah, because because Robert De Niro makes those movies. He he makes those movies work, right? Yeah. So like. Uh, so compare those to to Joker. Yeah. I'll tell you what, in 40 years, compare those to Joker and tell me what had the better script. Yeah, Joker will... It's going to be a toss-up. Yeah, Joker's going to... Yeah, that, that movie's going to live forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're saying that movie could make... That movie could make a billion dollars. I don't doubt it. Yeah. I mean, it's got... The thing I will say about the, the fan base, and as much as I... Like we talked about earlier, the reason I didn't go into the theaters and watch Joker was the problems they had with Killing Joke. I just don't like watching it with like a fanboy crowd. Mm-hmm. I kind of assumed I was always going to walk into a fanboy crowd with this one the first little bit. Maybe like after a while when it's dead. Then I'll, I'll like near the tail end run, I'll walk in and watch it. Just... It's my own head. It's where mm-hmm. I am in my own head, right? Mm-hmm. But um, that crowd, that fanboy crowd with a movie like Joker rather than Killing Joke will... They will support the hell out of this thing. Oh yeah, like when they'll you, watch it a few times. Yeah, like no, no one in that movie. Uh, like when I went to go see it, mm-hmm. uh, no one. There was no noise in the theater. It well, was, that's good. Yeah, you went to think, and you don't walk out of that movie like, uh, no, one, no one walked out of that movie like you know like oh that was awesome. Everyone yeah. was just like, uh, 
That's not a happy movie. Interesting. It's like it, the, the, it's very interesting. There's there's very little. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Well, I watched it. And I'm interested. Yeah, you walked out and you're like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> oh, yeah, like holy good. shit, that was cr- like all you can do is marvel at it. You'll be like, "Wow, that was set, like that was so well done." I will. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna give it a go. I just yeah. um, I want to give it a little bit more time before it's you know. It's uh yeah it's it's it's, it's an like amazing 10 movie. 10 a.m. on a Thursday morning. Yeah, I think I might do the same thing with Rambo. Rambo. I think I still have to see it. I uh, I did read the whole. I actually didn't read it. I, I skimmed the article where it's like this is this is just a display of um, Sylvester Stallone's menopause. Yeah, I, and it's unfortunate. I just feel like the last Rambo was so like such a perfect ending. Last like, Rambo was perfect. He's done. He goes home. He goes to the farm. Knocks on the door. The end. Yeah, that's it. The first four movies. And it, yeah, and it had all the violence that we needed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It had justifiable violence to mm-hmm. it. Because those characters are really unlikable. Yeah, he killed the people who needed to be killed. Exactly. That's exactly it. He killed the people who needed to be killed. And this one just feels like you're just giving me... You're giving me a movie for the sake of making a movie. Yeah, they should have called... They, they, honestly, I believe they should have called the last one The Last Blood. Last Blood. Yeah, that can be Last Blood. They should have been doing that. Because like, it's such a... Because not only that, because like, you don't want your last movie to be like a piece of shit movie, right? Yeah. Like you don't want to end Rambo off on a low note, right? Rocky Five, like Rocky Five, right? And uh, so Rocky was good because they 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 went they went they went to Creed, right? So mm-hmm. that they kind of ended it that way, right? Or if well, I mean, like if they're, they're going to end Rocky it that Balboa, way. yeah, like Rocky got his Rocky Balboa, exactly, yeah, and, and that was good. That was good. And Creed, totally different thing, exactly. Yeah, it's a completely different thing. Yeah, it's it spun off and it spun off in a good direction, right? Yeah. Creed one and two, they were they were great movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Rambo, they're so. There was so much that could have gone wrong, right? But like Rambo, but Rambo got it right. The last one, yes, they got it right. They're like, oh, they should just ended it there, and they didn't. Well, it felt like they would. I mean, I remember when the um, all that talk about how he's going to make the next one is going to be the the future of the battlefield. Like it's going to be more about like man versus machine, and I got this idea of like a okay, it's not t- yeah, like exactly. a, a it's thing not- that can hunt you, but it can camouflage itself and see your body heat. I'm like, <laughs> you're gonna remake Predator? Like, is that what you're gonna do? Yeah, or just or do what Top Gun's doing, just drones versus planes or whatever. Like, just I don't know. In I, Top Gun's world, that makes sense. Makes total sense. Yeah, I, it makes total sense. Doesn't make sense for Rambo. Not like, for Rambo. Yeah, Rambo, you're 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 a. The cartels are yeah, using you're, these you're things Viet- called predation you're, you're creatures. You're a Vietnam vet who's in Black Ops. Yes. Like, if anything they're going to do with Rambo, what they should do is go back to uh, um, talk about his earlier days. I, w- I would love to see a Viet- like his when he was doing Black Ops. I, I would and I wouldn't. I, I would for the same reason. Oh, I'm not saying like I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would rather see oh, that. Uh, good yeah. point. I would mm-hmm. rather see that. I would yeah. rather see a younger John Rambo doing crazy Punisher-style stuff in Vietnam. Yeah, and I want it to be like... Like like rated R like just like obviously yeah I want it to be like I don't want to see a PG thirteen I don't want to see any kids near the theater no yeah. no 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 yeah. or near the screen near the screen in the movie yeah because this one's more like there's kids in this isn't there it's like his like uh, stepdaughter or like his, uh, his some adopted. shit like that yeah I don't know yeah that is my one beef with all those movies they always try to bring in a kid to humanize it yeah and then they bring in Keegan Michael Key to late like funny oh yeah like they do that thing or like we'll bring in a kid oh that's because people that's love the, kids like Predator yeah oh, <laughs> we'll, bring, fuck. we'll bring in a funny yeah. guy. Because everybody likes a funny guy. Yeah. He'll yell wild-eyed. Yeah. And he'll be like blown away by everything. Yeah, because like, your mother's a... Oh, my like, oh, God. Thank yeah, God, I, thank I God, God like that movie that. died. Ah, uh, man. I haven't gotten around to it yet. I saw the I saw the very end thing with like the, the, the Predator suit. And the yeah. dude is like, does it come in a 42 long? I'm like, oh, my God. Really? That's what we're doing with Predator now? This is this is what we're doing with Predator. That guy's, that guy's screenwriting has gone completely down. Chain blocks. 
Oh man, yeah. Well, Why did he make that movie? Probably, probably gave him a ton of money. Yeah. I bet you Robert Rodriguez is like, hey, I'm gonna give you a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I want your name on it because your specs mm-hmm. and your wrote did the he, weapon. Did, did Robert Rodriguez produce that movie? I'm pretty sure he was like heavily involved in it. That, that's his movie, isn't it? Predator? Predators? I can't remember. I, I shut a lot of that out of my brain, but I'm pretty sure Robert Rodriguez has got like everything to do with that movie. Oh, okay. Well, his hands are all in it. That's not a good thing. Or did he do the Predator? No, I can't remember. No, I can't remember. Yeah. I, those things don't matter anymore. I'm just happy that uh, Terminator is getting good reviews. Yeah, no, I'm happy, though. I mean, it doesn't mean I'm going to go there and line up to go watch it. I'm not going to rave about it. I'm just glad they're finally... Again, this could be either a really nice ending to Arnold's Terminator life. Yeah. That could be it. And I, that's all I really want for him. Okay. Yeah, oh, I agree with that. Sorry, continue your point. No, I mean, that's just that's really just my point. I just really want him to have a nice ending to this. And um, I like the, the same thing he kind of wanted for Conan. I wanted a nice ending for Conan. He's got certain franchises... That need to have an Arnold stamp put on them. That's there has to be as some, good. There has as, to be some catharsis. Yeah, yeah catharsis. Yeah. As good as Rocky Balboa or the the Burma Rambo. Yeah, he needs one of those. Don't now. Actually, I don't know. I'm, I'm not gonna. Like, am I gonna? I'm not sure if I'm gonna see Terminator the the next the last Terminator. I'm not gonna line up for it. I mean, I'm probably gonna see it eventually on TV. Honestly, that's what I did with Genesis. Yeah. Or uh, one of them. I can't remember Genesis. They talked about it so much and. I just I just waited it out. Yeah, because the thing is, even like if it's on on Netflix, I think I I would not I wouldn't watch it. I'll definitely watch it on that. I, I mean, I'll, I'll give it that. I I wonder if I would watch it even. Um, uh, but I'm beyond like I'm beyond a lot of hype for a lot of stuff these days. Yeah, that one I was just really glad to see almost universal like moderate to it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like that was the review set for it. Yeah, everybody's like, yeah, it's not bad. And some people are like, ah, it's really good. But there was never anything like this is going to be the box office blast of the, of the winter. Mm-hmm. It's going to go right to Oscar season. Six billion dollars. It'll kill out. Like nobody did that for it. No. Everybody's been pretty much like moderate to pretty good. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's... um. Nobody's really been like, this is horseshit. Yeah. This is SJW horseshit. Yeah. Like, nobody's done that yet. No, I think... uh. Because everyone's going to be like, if there's like a movie's really popular, then people will give it a bad review just so they can be noticed. And if it's got like a female lead in a Terminator movie, I don't care they're going to shit on it. Well, but there is like a bunch of people who just deliberately shit on that. Oh, yeah. I like, feel like there's a, a social justice bent to it. But the thing is that if you think about it, Terminator was always about a strong female lead. It's a movie about a strong female lead. That is like this movie is Linda Hamilton's movie. The first one and second one are Linda Hamilton's movies. Exactly. Like Arnold, again, great character. But I mean, you take Sarah Connor's personality out of the equation of number two. It's, it's yeah. Why do you think the other kind of flat? Yeah. Why do you think the other Terminators like were not as good? Because yeah, Linda Hamilton is the soul of the franchise. Man, her doing chin ups on that bed frame, it's still like one of the most tough, like arguably a tough guy moment, like a, like a tough character. One of the best tough guy moments of the nineties. Yeah, that was her Ripley moment. That was her Ripley moment. Yeah. Oh, Ripley again. See, that's the thing. Like they always take these movies that like they don't they forget that Ripley exists. Mm-hmm. You don't need chicks and kids in movies. Then don't watch Aliens. Don't watch Aliens. You just got to do it right. Yeah. Who was the toughest person in Aliens? It was uh, it was Vasquez and Ripley. <laughs> it was Vasquez was maybe the toughest person in the entire Aliens franchise. Easily, she was. And, and you know what? Even in the Avatar franchise. Yeah. She's even the toughest person in the Avatar franchise, and one of those badass characters in T two. Yep. She murdered the shit out of that guy. Mm-hmm. It was a great kill. Yeah, I think... Uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> that was that meme that she's got the thing when he called. Oh, I'm sorry. We've been doing a lot of this week. This week has been a lot of Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, so... <laughs> but moving on. Funny meme. Um, no, really, it's... We didn't really do a whole lot more than I just wrote a bunch of crap down. 
Oh, uh, hey, how's your health been? How's the uh, the intermittent fasting is in full swing and working very well for you? Yeah, I, I love it. Um, it's now uh, if people don't know, we've talked about it a lot. It's the idea of what's what's what rate are you on? Are you doing the twelve and eight? Uh, no, I do the uh, I do um, I eat first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. and then I well, sixteen and eight is what I was. That, yeah, that's what it would be, right? Yeah, sixteen and eight. Yeah, so I eat in the morning. I just have a smoothie um, in the morning, and then I. All that with a glass of uh, uh, that um, Paleo Athletics uh, uh, yeah, yeah. greens uh, with water, and after that, uh, I don't. And I I might have a coffee or a tea, maybe like in the mid afternoon, mm-hmm. and then for dinner I'll have like maybe three bites of something. Not bad. Well, I mean, that literally three bites of something. You get a little bit more protein in there. Oh yeah, like I mean, I'll, no, I'll have like a, like a one egg omelet. Well, that's not terrible. Yeah, but I mean, as I mean, again, it's I found that. Um, it's super easy to do. It's so super easy to do. Like, it's really not hard. I've always been a snake diet kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And um, on the intermittent fasting, I've had to extend how much I eat by a little bit. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, I tend to eat too much in one big meal. And yeah. then I just, I have, like, a lot of vegetables and a lot of, like, uh, like mixed nuts. Yeah. Almonds and cashews in the day. Mm-hmm. And some yogurt. That's that's kind of been it. But now I just extended it a bit more. Yeah. Like, one thing I do. Have, well yeah. for me. One thing I, I would, uh, now that, but now I'm, I'm getting back into training now is, uh, is, um, first thing in the morning, I have to. Eat, I can't go to the gym on an empty stomach, so I'll, I will have something small, like a, like just a little bit of like I'll mm-hmm. make a smoothie or whatever. But that's within your eight hour window. That's within my eight hour window, yeah. yeah. So then, uh, but then uh, I'll also the night before, what I'll do is um, I'll take uh, a small coffee mug, and I'll put like a half. I'll fill it halfway. Then I'll put cheese seeds in there, mm-hmm. and plus a handful of blueberries, and then um, I'll let that sit overnight. And in the morning, uh, right after I come back from the gym, I'll have a protein shake. Yeah. And I'll put some granola in that in that coffee mug, and it's already cheese seed pudding already anyway with blueberries. Yeah. And almond milk. And just some like uh, just some granola. Chia is ridiculously good for yeah, you. Yeah, I'll have that with a protein shake. Yeah. And then I'll, after that, I'm full for the rest so of that's, the day. So that's going to fire you up. Like chia is crazy good. Have you tried doing any of the uh, like the bulletproof kind of stuff, like the the brain coffees, little butter coffee? I've tried. I've tried the bulletproof stuff. Like that, it's it's called bulletproof. Well, not yeah, not exactly, not just the the. I know you the, yeah. the brand name, but mm-hmm. in general, the idea of like doing like the the carry gold in your in your coffee. Have you ever tried the butter in your coffee? No. It's um. I mean, I'm, it's something to think about. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do it all the time, but you can do like the MCT oils and that and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Just like blend that all up and give that a shot before you go to the gym or before you like do anything that you got to think yeah, about. Yeah, because the MCT oil, that's um that's based on, that's coconut shell oil, right? Uh, well, not not exactly coconut shell, but it's coconut oil. It's coconut oil, yeah. yeah. I, I put that I have, I have put that in my smoothie. Yeah. Yeah. Those, ba- those balls are expensive. Like I bought yeah, one it's big bottle. It's, uh, it was $57. Oh, dang. But it's a big bottle. So well, I've, you're not yeah. using tons of it either. I mean, that bottle lasts you for a long time. That bottle, I'll, I'll, it'll go for like a couple months. If you do start using a lot of it, you'll know why you shouldn't use a lot of it. Because, you know, you're going to poop your pants. Oh, yeah. like But everything I eat is like is meant for... Everything I put in my body is, is meant for cleansing. Yeah. So, like, I'll never put anything in my body. Like, even like... Uh, you, so, you don't mind pooping your pants? I never do. <laughs> but it's like, but, I, but I, I, I am, I am very... I, I'm very regular, I guess. You're very regular. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because like it's it's <laughs> the thing is it's good. Like you know, you should drink a lot oh, yeah, of water. Yeah, for sure. And you uh and and I drink a lot of green juice. Like I think people have a negative idea of cleansing. Like in their in their mind, a cleanse is like I'm gonna do like a cayenne pepper and lemon and the honey and I'll drink it and I'll go poop like crazy and I'll get a colonoscopy. It's not that. No. It's always recycling the water in your system. Yeah, like you, essentially. You, it's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I, th- I think, and I think what a lot of people should do is, um, but uh, what works for me is like. Make some green juice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is gonna like because what in the detoxing effect of that is because like a lot of people who take uh, um, eat a lot of meat 
eat a lot of dairy and stuff like that or are, are on medic take medications all that stuff just accumulates in your body and it makes you very very makes your body very acidic right oh yeah and it's like your the green <clears throat> juice especially with like pears um grapes pears gra green grapes kale. celery kale spinach uh cucumbers um uh green apples put some water in there cucumbers like legit underrated in a shake oh yeah and even more so is celery yeah, celery, celery is, too. Celery is great. Just put, put everything in like in a blender, and just uh, and just blitz it, and then drink like drink like, I drink almost a gallon, like almost a gallon a day. Like, like a, <laughs> so, well, I I don't yeah. blame you. I mean, mm -hmm. that's the what you just said. If somebody's having issues with say like cholesterol, heart palpitations, mm -hmm. blood sugar, blood pressure, yeah, that mix of stuff you just said: kale, grapes, celery. Um, what was the the first one? Cucumber, just, celery, cucumbers. Yeah. All of that stuff is going to regulate the hell out of you. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, good. you can go to your doctor within, like, I would say the span of, like, three months. Start that in the beginning of your three months and the end of your three months. Mm -hmm. Go see your doctor and get your blood work done. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll notice the difference. Huge difference. Yeah. And, and shooting back some uh, some apple cider vinegar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, right before bed. Or you can, throw, you can throw that in there, too, if you want yeah, to. Yeah, put that in there as well. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, It'll offset the flavor. Yeah, and I, I, put, I put cheese seeds in there, too. Oh, it, yeah. It just crushes everything. And then, like... Uh, I put that on two cycles, mm -hmm. two two, uh, two smoothie cycles, and it like literally crushes everything to like pure fine liquid. Well, you yeah. basically have a, you know, a, a garburetor. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty <laughs> much, doing yeah. the work, right? The Vitamix yeah. is pretty powerful. Well, well the thing is, yeah, what I would recommend to people is like, uh, if you're going to get a Vitamix, get one that suits like your kitchen. Like don't get like, because I have, uh, like mine is is the top of the line one. Yeah. You don't need that. You don't need that. Like you, you need like they, cause they all do pretty much the same thing. Yeah. The, the, I, I should say they, in the sense that they all will give you the same results. Okay. From, from your shake, um, the mix that we just talked about, mm -hmm. putting it in there, basically any, and again, we're not sponsored by Vitamix. No. Any, um, we're not sponsored by anybody cause we're dirt broke and cheap as hell. But, um, any of those Vitamix blenders mm -hmm. will do that. Yeah. But I think almost any blender will do that. Uh okay I'll say this okay uh maybe not like your like a like plastic. a bl like a blend tech will do that right yeah blend tech yeah I mean I've got a I've got a uh, Cuisinart yeah that's pretty good yeah so I had an Oster that would do that the only thing that would that it would not my only concern would be was like uh the the, the celery the, no not the the celery will be fine you think so yeah the, the strandy only, crap in there no the only thing that would be bad was the uh, either the the kale or the spinach because you might still get like the leaves in there ah uh, yeah I guess so, so that they, makes sense. they wouldn't break up. And if they can break up, like, because I, well. You want to you wanna mush your kale because that stuff is hard in your guts. Yeah. And, or if you have, like, because I put green apples in there. Yeah. You want to make sure that it can chop the apples into, like, into a pure, yeah. like, like pulp, basically. But right? then again, with, like, a little bit of prep, mm -hmm. you can you can get away with it. I mean, if you chop your stuff up real well. That's exactly Then put it, it back yeah. in there. And yeah. you'll, you'll, be, you'll be fine. You'll be yeah. fine with, like, a $100 blender. You just got to chop your stuff up. Your yeah. prep time will be significantly more, whereas the Vitamix just destroys that stuff. Yeah, cause I'll, I'll say this, right? Like, if, if you are going to get a $100 blender, right, and you want to, and if your goal is to, like, if you're going to, like, just commit yourself to having, uh, you're going to get into blending, mm -hmm. for example, right? But yeah, you know, I, I want to get into- <laughs> I like, love that. You're so, your goal is to get into blending. Well, no, but but it, it is, honestly, like, it is a, it is an eating lifestyle. I'm, I'm just poking fun because that's the world we're in. But yeah. <laughs> that's the idea of that, right? Yeah, it is. Like, so if you're if if you're gonna commit to like uh, having smoothies every day, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're gonna get a hundred dollar blender to like say, you know what, smoothies gonna be part of my day to day routine. Yeah, that means you're gonna you're gonna use the you're gonna beat the shit out of it. Exactly. So, but the thing is, like, if you're gonna be blending all that stuff, yeah, and you want to, because like when you get into like drinking smoothies a lot, you're gonna mix up because you don't want to drink the same smoothie every day, right? You have to be 
Uh, like, you want to put ice and stuff. You're going to put, like, big, like, carrots and all that stuff in there. It's hard on the... It's going to be hard on a $100 blender. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you can't rev, like, a $100 blender engine. No. Yeah, exactly. And expect to get, like, prime performance yeah. for, like, 40 and the, years. Yeah, and the motor's going to break... The motor is, like, being, not going to be able to handle it sometimes, right? Yeah. So, you're going to end up... You could end up breaking the breaking the machine, right? They're going to mm-hmm. have to replace it with another $100 machine, right? And then if you keep doing that on a regular basis, you're going to end up, like, wasting $400, I can't remember, but there's an actual there's an actual like phrase or term about that. And it came down to shoes in like the twenties. How there were people who had like a moderate amount of wealth, like enough wealth mm-hmm. that they and they, they weren't even like rich. They just had enough wealth to where they could buy, say like a hundred dollar pair of shoes, boots yeah. for mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. They were spending less money overall than the person who couldn't afford those and had to buy like the um like the card laced or card based shoes. Yeah. They're only like thirty bucks, mm-hmm. whatever it was. It's like it's like it's like taping a cardboard box to your foot. Exactly, yeah. but there's an actual phrase based on that idea mm-hmm. that what you're talking about. That if you just put a little bit more yeah, cash yeah, into it, ex- yeah, it's exactly the same. It's going to last thing. you a lot longer exactly. than buying a cheap thing over and over because you can only afford a certain amount. Like, don't buy the cheap thing yet. Struggle for another three or four months and buy the expensive thing. I, w- I would I I 100% agree with that yeah. because reason being is that it's uh this sounds like a this sounds like a cheap advertisement for Vitamix, but like th- this is the truth of it. They don't pay us. And I don't want them to. Yeah, exactly. So uh, th- this, this is the, this is the truth of it. It is an investment. Yeah, it really is. Because like, how much do you spend on like if you if you into smoothies and you have to buy them every day? Yeah. Or you buy them like even like like every second day, right? It's not an iPhone. Where like every phone basically does what an iPhone does. Exactly. I mean, you can go out there and get like a two hundred dollar phone bought outright in any store mm-hmm. and it will do exactly what your iphone does exactly so i i would get for me if i was in again to if i was uh uh if you want to get a vitamix you can spend you can probably spend over like like 300 bucks even like right like and go get a refurb right get get a refurbished one there you go yeah and just and like their warrant their warranties are like 10 years and they will not break down on you and they will once you get it I swear to God, like if you if you actually get one, <laughs> this if, has become a cheap. Yeah, ad. no, yeah. If anyone who gets one and you get it and you see the results, you'll be like, "Why the fuck didn't I get this earlier?" Well, for you, it's helped quite a and bit. For me, like and, your, yeah, and I'm only speaking for myself. For yeah. myself, like, I as soon as I got it, I couldn't believe how much I how much I used it and what I could use it for. You went from uh, Fat Mac to Jack Mac. Yeah, pretty much. Always, yeah, always sunny. Yeah. I, always sunny. <laughs> always sunny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's what he did, but like that dude, that dude went. That that dude that put on a lot of weight. Yep. I mean, he he put on like sixty pounds because he thought it was gonna be funny, mm-hmm. and then he ended up losing it all to get mm-hmm. Jack because he thought that'd be funny. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's uh, that's that's another thing too is like you don't um uh, I usually have those before like I'll have a green juice before I eat, mm-hmm. like a like a like a meal or something because you know you drink something that's very healthy for you, it has everything that your body needs. Uh, and so, so when you end up like, so if I'm going to have dinner, I'll have, I'll have a glass of it. And then next thing you know, I'm like, I don't, I won't eat that much. There's definitely like, um, uh, there's a change that happens with the way you think when you start eating healthy. I mean, like but right now you just eat those candy bars for fun. Cause they were there. It's yeah. Halloween. I had them upstairs. You just picked them up. You like them. And eat them. Yeah. And I, I had two and I'm like, Oh, that's enough. And that was enough. That was enough. Like you kind of hit that little, that point in your head. You're like, I don't need any more of these. Yeah. I found, um, especially not found. Uh, as in I started doing it recently, I find that every time I get on a real kick of eating uh, exceptionally healthy, because I'm, I'm generally a, a vegetarian. I don't eat a lot of junk food. I don't eat a lot of greasy foods or fatty foods. Mm-hmm. eat a lot of vegetables, and I have big um, protein, animal protein meals usually at nighttime. Mm-hmm. And I found that 
when I decide that this is going to be the month where I'm just going to like, because I don't drink. So for me, stopping the, the white sugar, mm-hmm. it's kind of like my sobriety. Mm-hmm. So when I do that, by about like the third or fourth day, I, in my brain just changes itself. The wiring changes. So it's like, that's not doing anything for you. Yeah. Like you're training a lot more right now. It's only been a week, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Eating that's going to set you back that week that you just put into it. Yeah. And I don't crave it. I don't go after it. I'm not really doing keto, but in the same way, my brain just rewires itself. Yeah, I, I want to take that break for, away from from unhealthy foods. Yeah, and like when you and when you take that break away, it's like uh, I would I would kind of uh, I would relate that to like um um like running, right? So like mm-hmm. like when I when I when I was running a lot, um, when I didn't run, like I missed a day. I was I I got depressed. Oh yeah, I'd be like fuck. I mi- I missed it, right? So maybe not depressed, but you feel like you let yourself down. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm like oh fuck. Why didn't I do that? Right? Yeah. Like, I should just I should just gone uh, that day anyway, right? So it's like or like or people who go to the gym, they're like oh, I missed a gym day or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, same thing when you uh when you start eating healthy, uh, it's not that bad because you go like you know what I I, I worked out that I I owe myself a cheat meal or whatever it is, right? But as soon as you get back into like uh, the clean eating, if you uh, make it, have a smoothie or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you uh, um, you feel lighter. You feel better. Yeah, you definitely feel better. You definitely feel better. There's and no I, fog, right? There's no like uh, brain fog of like, what am I, how am I going to train today? What am I doing? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like maybe today's shoulder. You kind of get that schedule. Yeah. How you're going to eat, how you're going to train and you stick to it. Yeah. And then when you do miss it, like when you do miss one section of your routine when it comes to like eating well and living well. Yeah. And that makes you stumble. Not so much the weird thing that you mm-hmm. ate, but it's like I missed that. God, now I gotta reset the whole. You, you get into that lifestyle. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, and like, and the one thing I I would also say is that uh, it takes a, um, it's a lazy way of eating, which in, in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. In a good way. So Absolutely. You're like, you're right. like Yo, this, I want to eat this. I'm like, oh, I can't. Okay, I'm gonna put, eat this much oatmeal. I'm like, I'm like, uh, you know what? I'll take a small. I'll throw in the Vitamix. Okay, yeah. I'll make some uh, almond milk in there. What else do I like to eat? Oh, I should have some fruit. I'd have some, so I'm like I don't want to. I, I don't like to eat fruit like one by one. Mm-hmm. Take some frozen fruit, put it in there. What else? I know a banana is good for me. Okay, I don't want to eat the whole banana. It's gonna take, they throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's weird. Like it's um, it's a it's a it's a militaristic militaristic regiment. It is. It's great. You get in there yeah. where you're like, this is how I'm gonna do it. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna stay away from those things. I'm gonna eat these things. What do I like? What's healthy? Boom, 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 yeah. done. Same thing. It's quick or it's portable. You can take. Yeah, it on and the it's go. portable as well. Yeah, and, and I find like keeping things around. Uh, that you enjoy eating that are protein filled, but also kind of like let you hit certain like flavor profiles or mm-hmm. like cheat profiles. Yeah. Things like um, like lean Monterey Jack cheese. Yeah. I get the really good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll keep that stuff in the slices. If I feel like having like uh, something sweet or and it's not even sweet, but something chocolatey, mm-hmm. just like peel one of those off and eat it. Mm-hmm. And you've gotten a few like good fats in there and you've gotten protein in there. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's milk, whatever. If you're not lactose intolerant, don't eat it. But it's. It is a cheat, but it's also so much less of a cheat than eating something like a candy bar. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I, it's significantly yeah. less impact and the negative than eating like a Mars bar. Oh, be. yeah, for sure. And I, I find it hits all the same profiles for me. Yeah, no, if that works for you, yeah, yeah. That, that's Oh, great. yeah, that's yeah. it for me. It might not yeah. work for everybody, but it works. that's what it does for me. Exactly, right? yeah. You can find your own thing, mm-hmm. like, you, like a stick of pepperoni or whatever. I mean, there could be whatever you want, mm-hmm. but it's something that doesn't hit or it still hits certain taste profiles for you mm-hmm. or hits your brain a certain way. That you feel like you've gotten what you wanted to get out of that cheat, mm-hmm. but it still was significantly less in the negative mm-hmm. than something else. Oh yeah, like that. That's because uh, then it <laughs> it admonishes the guilt. <laughs> yeah, oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, and again, it is a, it is a cheat. It, yep. it, it admonishes the guilt on a cheat way that you're like, All right, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm good now. Yeah, I actually, feel better now. Yeah, actually, you know another thing. It is like when you mentioned Garbrader, it literally is like. Uh, 
um, when you see vegetables that are just like on their last <laughs> legs and uh, you're just like, you see vegetables that are just on their knees and they're like, you know what? Uh, Throw me away or use me now. Because yeah, when you see a vegetable that's kind of like, uh, like okay, that, that's not really like edible if I picked it up and eat, uh, ate it. Yeah. But if you uh, just wash it off, let's say you have a celery, some tomatoes, uh, some like uh, some onions and mm-hmm. all that stuff, like uh, uh, some ba- like some uh, some kale, some spinach, Basically right? Basically, what you would turn some into a basil. vegetable stock. Yeah. So you just whatever you like. Oh, have all that stuff. Um, throw it all. Th- take two cups of water. Throw in the Vitamix. Throw all those vegetables in there. Just wash them. Yeah. Throw them in raw. Don't even break them up. Just throw them in raw. Season it properly. Put a put a stock cube in there, and then then make your own soup. Press the button for soup. And then you're then just let, wait, or, or just let, let just put on the high, put on high for five minutes. It'll make you hot soup in like literally five minutes. I'm always blown away by how like how unhealthy people think, or how lazy people are when it comes to their health in just making food. Like I couldn't possibly do that. I haven't got time to do that. Yeah, like if you if you, you can get some fries on the way home from work. Yeah, like honestly, if if you if you let's say if you had that, that gets rid of all your excuses. Mm-hmm. It, it literally does. You're like, okay, why didn't you? Uh, you'll, you'll, they'll still make them. Oh, they'll still make them, right? But like, okay, but if you like, why didn't you, like? I, you could honestly say like, uh, why didn't you put that? Why didn't you blend that into a soup? I yeah. could like, I could honestly say that to someone. And they'll be like, if they had a Vitamix, I'll be like, why'd you make lazy that? slut. They're like, uh, I'm like, okay, whatever. That's well, on what you, can man. you do? That's on you, man. It's it's, it's vegetables, but uh, um, but in the winter, I swear to God, in winter because I have a, I make a tomato basil soup, mm-hmm. and uh, I got it from uh, this website, Raw Blend, and. Uh, uh, there's it's the best soup. Like if you're like just sitting there and you're like I don't want something warm to eat. Yeah. Like you just want to watch a movie and just eat something. Have that with some goat cheese. It's fucking. It's the greatest soup I've ever made in my life. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Just eat some like rolled ass. Um, has uh, ash on it. <laughs> some rolled ass. Yeah, like rolled ash uh, goat cheese. Take a slice of it off, like a like a small slice. Mm-hmm. Put the put it at the bottom of a bowl and just uh. Hello. I was just testing. testing okay. Something. Yeah. And just put it at the bottom of the bowl. Make some vegetables. Make that vegetable soup and just pour it all around. That's and then it. You're good to go. Good to go. Not bad. Yeah. It takes and it takes the, the whole one side of the equation where you have to bo- like you have to like blanch the vegetables first and then like you know and then put them in the Vitamix. You don't need to do any of that shit. That yeah. That that's just it. I you mean, have to like soften you said, them up for a blender. You there is a there's a great laziness to it. It's great. <laughs> a healthy a healthy laziness to it. It's healthy laziness. Yeah. No, it's I great. Mean, and you don't need a blender. We're just talking about because like, you have one you use a lot and that's just something that you do. But you don't even need that. You just you gotta just find ways to just like make take take out all the laziness. That's that's part of the uh, the getting healthy. Start taking the lazy thinking out. And just start start finding things that you wouldn't normally use. And um, honestly, if you just go into your fridge. Or whatever you're doing in life. Say, say whatever it is. Say your phone. You've got your apps organized a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, re, rearrange the way you organize your apps. Mm-hmm. So you have to look for them. Make yeah. your brain do a little bit extra work. Go into your fridge and start using things that you wouldn't normally use. Like pick a random thing in there. Rutabaga. And it's like rutabaga recipes on Google. Do things like that. It's good for your brain too. Mm-hmm. Like it's really good for you to start thinking differently. Yeah. Like if you work out a certain way, you got to change the way you work out. Because that'll force you to train differently, which is going to be beneficial to your body and beneficial to your brain. Yeah. There's like a lot of little things that you just need to be doing that you're not doing. Mm-hmm. Standing, posture, all sorts of stuff. And those are all just like little changes you make. And it's not like eventually like your life will be better. This is not a Tony Robbins thing. No. So you just no. need to do that to like change change the way you move. It's going to make you smarter in the long run. Oh, yeah. There Fuck were- Tony Robbins. <laughs> For real. Yeah. That guy is a chump. Yeah, there Give was a normal ass advice. Actually, you want to hear something? Uh, I'm not sure if I told you about this, but uh, um, this is how uh, extreme I'm with my with a, 
I, I went with my Vitamix. Um, I, uh, uh, I'm not sure if I told you, but I, I got a, I got a scale for it. Oh, that's this? crazy. Okay, so it's 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 a Vitamix scale. All right, okay. made by Vitamix. Made by Vitamix, yeah. Shill. It is a okay, so it's a it's a it's a Bluetooth scale that links up with with your Vitamix. Ugh. Blue by Bluetooth. Yuck. And so and it comes with an app that you can all use right. on your iPad or whatever, right? So let's say you have the app. So like I, I this just makes you like ultimately lazy, though, doesn't it? No, actually, you know what? This actually takes a lot of work. It takes all. Oh, really? Uh, well, th- I thought it takes all the workout. Oh no, th- what it is is that you um you put you so you download the app and you uh. Let's say uh, you, you find all ingredients you have, and mm-hmm. they'd be like, okay, let's just type in kale, for example, right? Okay, because you and happen to have that. You have to happen to have that, and then you go through the re- – it'll give you hundreds of recipes on the app of what, you, of what you can make with kale. And so you just pick the recipe. You look through all of them. like, okay, you know what? I have I have all the ingredients for this. So you, you make it. You put your your jug on top of the scale, and it zeroes it. Yeah. And then all you have to <laughs> Wait, do – Your whole Vitamix jug. Just the jug. Yeah, the, the entire thing. Yeah, the jug. Not the entire Vitamix, but just the yeah, jug. Just the jug. Just the jug. You yeah, put yeah. it on there so it zeroes it. And it, I'll add, and then it'll tell you like where in, in order of what where to place the ingredients. Mm-hmm. And you just put like how many calories you want it. All that stuff in there. And well, that's actually pretty smart. And then you actually you pour in the you you pour it in. As soon as it gets to the level it want, uh, it tells you to that your phone will go like it'll beep. Oh, the, the, sorry, the scale will go beep, and then you add the next next the next ingredient, next ingredient, right. next ingredient. That's and actually pretty that, clever. And you put it on, that on the Vitamix, and then you you don't even have to touch the Vitamix. <laughs> I was talking app. a lot of shit. Yeah, that sounds and, pretty fun. And then you go on the, on on your app. You can just hit you can hit that. Yeah. And it'll start the and then it'll blend depending upon the recipe because mm-hmm. it won't just blend on like on smoothie or dessert mode or whatever it is, right? On the the app will tell the Vitamix how fast and how slow to blend it at each at each uh, period, like during the whole blending process. Look, I talk it's a crazy. lot. I talk a lot of shit about technology. Yeah, I really do. Like the Nest doorbells. We'll get to that later and all that kind of stuff. But like the phone interaction, yeah. that's actually pretty clever. That's cr- it's that's crazy. not too bad at all. Yeah, it's a nuts. Yeah. Again, not getting paid by Vitamix. No, but like but, I, uh, I think maybe you should be. Yeah, it's. If it's, you want to send a check to anybody, there's your man right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you many people I've actually like. When I go to stores and I'm like looking at stuff, and then people are like, they're looking at Vitamixes, and I was like, I, w- I always tell people, I'm like, and they said like, uh, you, go- you know what you should do is buy one. Yeah, I said, you know what? I said, uh, uh, this like uh, goes, goes, the lady's like, oh, this one's, this one's seven ninety nine, right? I said to her, I said, you know what? These are all the same. I'm like, get get the one, get the cheapest one because these are all the same. <laughs> and she's like, really? I said, yes. And she's like, okay, don't get the eight hundred dollar one. I said, I have that one. Mm-hmm. Get this one. Does the exact same things. And if like, you don't like it, yeah, money back guarantee. And yeah, and I asked her, I'm like, do you like the digital controls or do you like do you like manual control? She's like, I like manual. I'm like, get this one. She's like, okay, so she bought it. So Vitamix, if you, you have me, a yeah, check Vitamix, to send, you owe me a lot of money. You owe me, you owe me a little bit of cash. I, I, and on the one side, I hate that we sounded so infomercially in that last sec- segment there. But on the second, on the on the other hand, I, I do kind of like it because I'm thinking maybe 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 if I see like a refurbished Vitamix now, I might just go buy one. I think you should. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty happy with my uh, Nutribullet blender. Nutribullet made by Magic Bullet. I, I, Nutribullet uh, blenders. Yeah. You know what? Small and powerful. Where's my check? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, that, that's what I did too. I had a Nutribullet as well, and that's when I, I moved up to Vitamix. Did you buy it at Bed Bath and Blackface? Uh, no. What did I buy it from? I bought it from. Uh, I bought it from Walmart. You're not even gonna, just gonna skim past the Bed Bath and Blackface comment. Oh, is that the? Uh, that's the that's the transition. That's the trend, the yeah, yeah. The I know. What you're yeah, that's right. Did you see what it was though? No. Uh, pumpkins? Yeah. <laughs> you see the pumpkins? I didn't see the oh, pumpkins. Oh, black pumpkins? <laughs> I mean, okay, look. I'm not a cancel culture guy or an outrage culture guy or by any means. Mm-hmm. I think if somebody does something stupid, you should make fun of them and everybody else should join in to make another fun. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, do like a public shaming and then you just walk away and let him have his career after that. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But the Bed Bath & Beyond thing, they had blackface pumpkins that were accidentally blackface. They were all black 
and they have like very distinct like big white eyes that are very happy. They have gigantic big white faces that are way too happy. They all look like Al Jolson. Oh, They're very God. minstrelly looking. Like if you just like Google search minstrel show, you'll see the the, the resemblance is freaking uncanny. So to me, I just wonder like where what happens there? Is it is the people are the people who are in charge of letting that thing happen? The pumpkins go to production. Are they just too young? They don't know. Like is it? It's got to be ignorance, right? It's yeah. I think it's I think it's got to be ignorance because I don't no, think it's straight up racism. No, it it can't be because like that because if you. Uh, if you, if your intent is to be racist, yes, you're going to put yourself out of business. Exactly, hundred percent. Yeah, so it's it's ignorance on their part. Yeah, and so uh, I'm not sure. What, I'm I don't I'm not familiar with the backlash. I'm not sure how bad it was. The backlash. Uh, that's what you just said. Okay, the the backlash. I'm, I apologize. That's uh, either. It's, way. it's it's the caramel. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. I I wasn't sure what the backlash was. Yeah, but like uh, I think it was somebody saw it. Somebody complained. They pulled them off the shelf. And then um, people are still talking about it. That's fine. Go ahead. They'll, they'll stop talking about it probably today. Yes, exactly. That, that's that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, the people are gonna be pissed off for yeah. like uh, the the inordinate amount of time, and then they're after that they're gonna move on to the next thing that they're, that they're gonna be in. <laughs> the next thing they're gonna freak out about. Yeah, exactly. So. But it's just like, I just saw the whole thing. I thought, well, this is like it's got to be. I I don't want to marginalize like how people feel by any means, but at the same, like you're you're allowed to think that's a stupid thing, and you're, I think you're allowed to call them out on it. Because like that is, you should know better at that point. When you're when you're Bed Bath and Beyond, you should know better. Yeah, that's you the should. One, but that's they, one thing. But, but thing at, the, like, at the same side, like I'm like I was like I was saying earlier, I don't I don't think this is the kind of thing that people should be so. No, I I think the. I don't know. I, I don't really. I don't. I don't think there's anything. Uh, like they, obviously they did the right thing. They pulled them off the shelves that they want to get yeah. people angry and stuff like that, right? Yeah, because yeah. but uh, um. But I, 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 why do I, I remember seeing black pumpkins before? Oh no, you got black pumpkins, but these things are like but definitely. But these, are, but they're, they're, there's definitely like these something. are very racist pumpkins. Okay, <laughs> I mean, these yeah. things are definitely clan pumpkins. Yeah, so I don't know. I think like uh, they're they're minstrel pumpkins. Oh yeah, though, yeah, it's it's open season on those people when they. When yeah, they, but, I just uh, like that's what boggles my brain is. I I really think it's got to come down to like there's a difference I think between, um, having the pumpkins if they were um the same face. Wearing like bow ties with like jazz hands, like were they a super minstrel racist? Yeah, that like that would be cr- like if somebody put that in their lawn, that dude's got to that dude's got to get that guy's house shamed. Get in, yeah. yeah, he's got to get egged or something yeah. at the very least, right? Mm-hmm. That's a straight up racist human being. Mm-hmm. But there's something about this where it's just there's somebody who sees the production line coming along, and they're all probably millennials. They're all probably like younger people. Mm-hmm. There's like, yep, they're all good. Nice shiny black pumpkins mm-hmm. with big white teeth. You're like holy dude, do you not see how racist these things are? Well, also like the um uh like I'm not sure who the supplier was right. I'm not sure if Bed Bath Beyond like produces those things right. But like uh maybe I bet you anything when they got them they're like a lot of people were probably like what the fuck are these things? No, what are, what are these? Yeah, it's just like a like a big smiley so pumpkin. I'm, yeah, so I'm not who I'm not sure who the manufacturer was or who the ones who put, who put that thing. I bet you they're all made in Indonesia. Then they had no idea what was going on. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, Halloween, Halloween! Oh, Halloween? that's dark. It happens at night." What are Halloween colors? Orange, orange, and what? Orange, orange and black? black. Let's let's switch them up. Let's make okay. it black and uh, with orange uh, highlights, and then uh, <laughs> just switch the whole thing yeah. up. It'll be funny. So yeah, so I don't I don't think there's any I don't think there's any like real malice behind it. So uh, I think people will just like uh, um, like get something people to get angry about and rally around. I think so. I, th- so. I think that's what it is. I think uh, it's like uh, the the article that came out with Obama, where he's like, "Woke culture needs to calm down, people." I know. Woke culture's got to slow down. Like that's that's his idea. His whole idea right now is it's getting too. 
Yeah, progressive yeah, I, left is getting too progressive. Yeah, like, like you can be, you can be woke. Like I hate that word, but like uh, you could be like. Yeah, but I mean, you I think be, you're if you're okay to hate that word. Yeah, like that's I, the word you're supposed to hate. Yeah, like like you're. I mean, if you're if you're aware of the uh, of cultural deficiencies that are deficiencies that are happening right now, yeah. and you're aware that the, these things should be addressed, that's fine. Okay, mm-hmm. if you want to say something, if you have a if uh, if you have a platform, then say something. But if you're not willing to like. Get on the streets and like do something about it, and then uh, yeah, don't be a hypocrite. Don't yeah, then 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 From your keyboard. yeah, then don't then just if you're not willing to like really like put in the work to like make change or like eradicate it or whatever it is mm-hmm. or um, push for push for change or whatever it is. Yeah, I, that's what Obama was saying. That's that's a, that's a, big, a really good point. Yeah, it's like it's like not cause that's that's literally what he said. I said if you're if you're being being woke is one thing, right? Yes, if, but if you're just gonna hide behind Twitter. Yeah, and then uh, and just put po- and then and not not do anything about it, but just like mouth off about mm-hmm. it. There's no difference between doing that and uh, uh, kicking something like you know, uh, making fun of something, making making fun of someone when they're down and hiding behind a bunch of giant people and say like, yeah, what are you gonna do now? Exactly. So, oh, that, that's very. It's a very similar mindset. Yeah. So it's like, not exactly what he's talking about, but it's a very similar. The people who do that have a similar mindset. Yeah. To the like, you know, like culture. for example, like that's yeah. that's one example, I guess, yeah. right? But like, yeah. But the, I think you, uh, uh, that's what that's what irritates me about these people who. Um, say all this shit about things that they're pissed off at, but they do nothing to like ratify it. Exactly. So like they don't go on the streets. Like, like they are not the change they want to see. Yeah. They're, they're calling it out. Yeah. But they're not contributing to any kind of like positive change. Yeah, outside of pointing something out. Yeah. They're not like they're not like they're the opposite of like they're they're Gandhi without the balls. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. That, that's a really that's a really good analogy. Yeah. That, that's a it's it's uh it's harsh, but yeah. it's totally true. It is. Yeah. Like he's like you you. Gandhi's quote was that you must become the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. So if uh, so, that's great if you want to see change. That's mm-hmm. awesome, right? But you have to put in the work. I think so. I think that's the problem too. Like a lot of Western like ideas on um on activism activism as well, right? The idea in the West seems to be that if I just point to what's wrong, I'm doing enough. Yeah. And really, you're not. You're I mean, not. all you're, you're doing, doing is you're. I mean, you might be pointing to it. But are you pointing to it and saying that, hey, look, this this particular thing is wrong. We need to change it. Are you yeah. pointing to it and saying like, cancel that guy? Yeah, that guy, cancel that guy. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, there's, get rid of him. Yeah, it's like no. Let's let's see the perspective behind this, right? Yeah, th- that there's what a, was their perspective? Yeah, there's a very like minimal difference between like pointing at something and not doing anything about it, mm-hmm. and not even recognizing it, just moving on with your life. Exactly. I don't think that, I don't think there's that much of a difference. There's, like, there's really nothing at all. Because like, like, because the thing is the effectiveness of what the effectiveness of uh, you're addressing it mm-hmm. is the same. Yeah. It just goes away. Like it's a, it's you're a very a, fast burning fire. Yeah. You're just, you're just annoying. Yeah. You're just in. Yeah. So I, I think if you're going to be, you should be more grassroots when it comes to like, uh, if you want to if you're pointing out changing to that vocal about it, mm-hmm. then do something about it. Yeah, I mean, there's um, well, like, what was I was just thinking about the the idea of like people who there's pe- a lot of, there's a lot of black blacklash. <laughs> black <laughs> I'm gonna keep using that word. Yeah, well, black I mean, lash. it's a good it's a good word. Blacklash. But um, no, the the idea behind yeah, like you can you can kind of you can be the person who who notices that something is wrong and then calls attention to it so that people who are in power can m- help make the change. Like if there is something that is unjust in your society or racist in your society that is either through ignorance or through deliberate racism or deliberately somebody trying to be unjust. Yeah. Then you can point that out and then you can kind of check back and see like has it has it been changed? I call this out to my superiors mm-hmm. and now I need to go back and make sure they're doing something about it. 
And that can that can all be done through Twitter. It can all be done through questions. It can all be done through like almost like a very passive aggressiveness, yeah, like, for lack of a better word. Yeah. So yeah. So basically, basically what you're basically. Uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's like yeah. if you're gonna, you can use that platform. Use yeah. to, if that's like if that's the all the capacity you have is like I can't, I'm not, I can't commit myself to being like to go march for it or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But then I think if people are gonna be that are who are that adamant about like you know, yeah, they can keep tabs on it. They can keep tabs on it. And you can keep asking them if you can donate to it. If yeah. you want to like uh, sign a petition, if you want to do that stuff, right? But do do what whatever you can, right? Because mm-hmm. the people who are actually on the field, yeah, um, who are. Who are demonstrating or whatever it is, or one who's getting they're getting their like in Hong Kong who are getting their asses kicked by the cops or whatever yeah. it is, um, do what you can to support those people. Then yeah, there there is another way to support. You don't just but that that's the problem. The problem I think that everybody's kind of um, rising against or fighting against is the idea of the call out and then nothing. Kind of like um like all that noise about like hairstyles. You can't have a certain kind of hairstyle if you're not like black, or you can't have a certain kind of hairstyle if you're not Native American. You can't have a certain kind of can't dress a certain way if you're not Asian. Or if you're not from, uh, again, like for some reason, Indians, we just don't give a shit if you wear our clothing because we think it's cute. But there's like there's certain people out there who just say you can't do it. But really, what's your point of view on that? Is it just you just don't want to do it because it gets our thing, not your thing. So screw you. You can't do it. Mm -hmm. Or are you going to tell me why I can't do it and why that bothers you specifically what you think? And then are we going to learn about how all cultures kind of mishmash clothing? the, The dreadlock thing is a great example. When they're telling white guys you can't wear dreadlocks, and that guy's like, "We're all Vikings, like we're wearing them because we're Vikings." Yeah, Viking hairstyle. It's like, "Oh, I'll go back and take a look." Oh, Indians did it too. Oh, dreadlocks are big in India as well. Yeah. Who's who was the Ramayan? What all dreadlocks? What? Oh, oh, yeah, I get I, it. I, it's I, like you're just calling, and you don't even know why you're mad at it. You just don't want them to do it because you think that's your thing. Yeah, it's like there's all you're doing is creating division. That's not solving problems yeah, of race. That's, that's, that's just that, creating division. Yeah, that's that's all just, you know how to do is yell. Yeah, I know exactly. People are just uh. Um, I don't know. I just it 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 kind of like boils down to like why can't you just chill? Mm. Yeah, I mean like there should like, there should why, be like why, a like, lot yeah. more chill, man. I think if if I was like accused of something, uh, I'd be like, um, I'd be like, I, and if I wasn't doing something necessarily wrong, right? Let's say if I grew dreadlocks or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. They, first of all, they look terrible on me. But like, uh, let's say if I did, I'd be that's the first thing I would ask you. I'm like, I'm like, how was this bothering you? Why is this bothering you? I'm like, uh, and I, the second time, I'm like, why do you care? Yeah, that's... I have no... I have, I don't what? even know you. It's not... I don't know, man. Like, I've got a real beef with the idea of appropriation. I've got a real beef with the idea of cultural appropriation. Yeah. Because I think a lot of it doesn't come from the idea of we're stealing or you're stealing or they're stealing. I think a lot of it comes from, like, this looks neat. I'll try it. Like, I kind of really feel like a lot of it is that. I think more of what people are calling out for appropriation is people just saying, like, that's a neat thing I'll try. Yeah. That's cool. I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. And then people get called out and they're like, I'm never going to do that again and to apologize to everybody right now. I'm going to write a, an Instagram post about how I was wrong. I hurt people. Like, that's that's not what they're doing. That's just somebody who tried something neat and then you people just called them out and tried to ruin their life. Yeah. Because no- you felt like you're getting points. Like, somehow you're getting points for doing it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the problem. Yeah. Like they would be like, yeah, I saw this guy wearing dreads, so I told him not. To. I, uh, I got pissed off. I told him not to. And uh, They wouldn't do it on the street. They wouldn't do it. It's very rare to see that. Like, you saw in that one school video a little while ago mm-hmm. where that one, like, one kid called the other kid out for having the hairstyle. Mm-hmm. It's like that's super rare they'll do it on the street. Oh, yeah. There's a, I don't know. There's They just want the points on their social, they want their social status to go up because like they called somebody out. So suddenly they're like a, okay. a social hero. Okay. Yeah. So like, okay. Th- yeah. You, you said it right there. They, they want their sh- social status to go up, right? Yeah. Not from, not only from, uh, not only from like a personal point, point of view, like when they, how people see them, mm-hmm. 
but also on their on their on their digital self as well. Oh, I think primarily on their dig- digital self. They want their social status and their digital profile to go up. Yeah. Like in, for some reason, in their mind, they they're living on a point system. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you were really upset about somebody appropriating something from your culture, I think you would have a conversation first. You'd be like, "Hey, so question." Well, you would you. hope so. Yeah. Yeah. This is something that you did, and um, like you know, that's usually something we do. Why did you do it? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I did it because I thought it was neat. It's like all of a sudden your anger diffuses and you think to yourself, well, that's something that we do. So some people might think what you're doing is wrong. And that yeah. person be like, I didn't think it was because I've been having this hairstyle or this whatever since um, my grandparents did it. Who mm-hmm. knows? It might go to that, that place. Yeah. I think if you have more quiet, reflective conversation rather than mm-hmm. just being like, bitch, what are you doing? Don't you know that's our thing? It's like, you, you a-hole. Don't you know that's our deal? Yeah, that's it's true. But, uh, but- Bow and arrows. Only we can use bows and arrows. Like every culture used them. Eventually, every culture did everything. Yeah, the I think, but I, I, but I think honestly, like the way it, uh, if you boil it all down, if you distill it, it is, uh, it is a handful of people, who 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 either commit these things or uh, subscribe to these things, right? Yeah. Or these ideals is that um is the reason why we 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 think it's such a big deal is because the, they are given a big platform to like yeah. shout really loud, right? So they have a megaphone exactly basically that. online, right? Yeah. But in reality. They're it's f- not that many. It's a fringe. Yeah, it's, it is a fringe. So like, like remember when we were kids and we watched movies? There'd be a guy with like a sandwich board, mm-hmm. like repent and repent, be like yeah. banging that. We had a dude here. We all know who he was. Mm-hmm. Not gonna name any names. He used to write repent on everything. Did it in a bunch of bars I worked at. You would see that guy and be like, that dude is daffy. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if he's got mental illness or what, but like we all kind of know he's not all there. But he's but he's one dude. He's one dude, and we just kind of let him do it. Yeah. But now you've given a device. To all the people like him, and and he can he can he can uh, he can address a million people, a million people with one but with one one picture, yeah, and a hashtag, yeah, and a hashtag, and, and so next like, thing you know it goes viral, it goes viral, right? So yeah. like, but uh, so that's what gives people voice, right? But so that gives them voice, which he seeks for it, so he can seek seek attention, exactly. But normal everyday culture, yeah. You don't really, you don't see it. Your friends and neighbors. Yeah, you don't see it's it. Very rare to see. Yeah, you, like if like, do you think, how many guys with sandwich boards saying like uh, yeah. saying that do you see on the street? Not a lot. Not a lot. And how, even in your circle of friends, how many do you see? You don't see any. And when you do see him, is that friend not the asshole? No, and, and he gets called out for it. Yeah, and it, and then five minutes the situation is solved. But even if he doesn't get called out for it, that's someone you won't hang out with much. Oh yeah, like that's the dude in your circle of oh, friends. No, but, yeah, like, but, but I'm just not calling Ted. Yeah, or Ted's an asshole. Yeah, or if Ted needs to be, uh, you know, put down, Addressed. then he then he'll then the hammer will come down on him, right? Yeah. So like, but yeah, so those things are squashed. But like, uh, so th- these these all of these uh huge things when it comes to like uh um people being woke and then you know mm-hmm. saying like oh this guy this person shouldn't have this hairstyle or that stuff. It's a fringe who are it's a fringe group of people who just have access to, who can spread their message uh, across like continents yeah, anybody can have anyone can have it right a phone and instagram account. yeah so but uh, the amount of people the amount of followers they're gonna get is it's less than you think and it's gonna <laughs> spike man yeah. because eventually you're gonna follow that person who's super woke and they said something that like was like spoke to you about appropriation and all those followers are gonna join that person that far, that person's list is gonna spike then you're gonna realize they have nothing of substance to say ever, yeah. And their grammar is garbage, and you're gonna unfollow or mute. Oh yeah, but yeah, that, that's yeah. As soon as you started, that was, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like you know, like they will have their 15 minutes of fame, and then yeah. after that, they're like, oh, it's you know what? Again. What was I? Why was I wasting my time on this person? Yeah. So, yeah. So like, 
you 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 see you you see the rise of it. Mm-hmm. I bet you anything, it's gonna, it's a drop in the bucket. You're gonna be like afterwards, you're gonna be like, ah, what the fuck was I worried about? Well, I was always kind of joking about. I, I always joke about the saturation point. Like I, you know, I first started using that term when he when he had season one of the BSFW podcast with mm-hmm. Justin Bieber. That eventually all that noise about Bieber is like it's gonna hit a saturation point. All oh, the yeah. attention given to him, mm-hmm. we're just gonna forget he exists. Yeah, and he's gonna go back to just being Justin Bieber. Yep. He might make okay music. He might not. Who cares? Yep. He'll exist. We'll know who he's out. We'll know he's out there. But he's just gonna like baseline back to normal again. And, what and he did. And he did. He totally Within did. Three years. And then I always kind of joked about the idea of like wokeness and SJWs, and eventually it's gonna be that's gonna be the um the the Lisa Simpson or the 1984 Orwellian thing where we all wear gray. Mm-hmm. And then eventually that's gonna hit a saturation point. You're either gonna push us to an Orwellian future, or we're just gonna realize this is madness. It's all we need to get in the rain and wash the color back in our clothes. Yeah, there's um because I think like the, I feel like that's what's going on no, now. No, I, I think that's true in so many facets of society though. Yeah. I think that's totally true. That we're just like we're looking the other way now. Yeah, because like like certain things will only last a certain amount of time and after yeah. that, uh there's gonna be pushback or um they'll uh and there's gonna be change. I think so. Yeah, like even like uh like I'll you might not agree with this, but like uh like when um uh I was just thinking about this the other day. I could be wrong, but like, uh, um, even with uh, this whole Trump uh, impeachment, yeah. The uh, um, and th- th- I just because it surprised me is that uh, um, the Democrats are always seen as the weak party, mm-hmm. right? And the flip floppers, yeah, the, yeah, right. But like now, if you, I'm not sure if you're watching the uh, the but how the impeachment process eh, is going, I, I but like what? But, but cautiously I like, optimistic, yeah. But I don't, I don't like. I could care less if he gets he gets yeah, impeached or whatever, right? But like, what I do like to see now is that. Is it's just strength from the Democrats, like at least at least some sort of at least some sort of pushback. I just feel like they're like all of this, and and I see what you mean. I yeah. I'm, I'm I totally I uh, I validate your feelings. Mm-hmm. I see exactly what you're talking yeah. about. It feels like they're unified, they're strong, they're finally they're finally finding their spine. Yeah, in a way, but it almost feels like there's no real threat or consequence of impeachment. So like they're just gonna they're gonna stand up real big and real tough and real strong and eventually it's gonna collapse and they'll say like we tried our best but we couldn't do it because you know the what is it the, the the Senate couldn't get on board and it's just gonna fall to crap. The only it's t- almost like a false like it, it's a you're real tough when there's no consequences is what it feels like to me. Yeah the uh, the only, I think what I think what they're the reason why I think I would he ain't getting impeached. I he's think- going he's getting four more years. Okay, that, that's where we disagree. I think, I think, <laughs> I, I think, I think he's gonna either get, he'll either get impeached or he's gonna lose the election. Oh man! I, either way, I think, either either way, after twenty twenty, I don't think he's gonna win. I, I just don't trust that hardcore religious right, like the the strong, strong religious right. Yeah. The only the only reason is because I thought I don't care if he gets impeached. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the only thing is is that uh, he uh, he literally did break the law and he broke the laws of the Constitution. So I think that's why. Even like some of the Republicans are even like like what the hell's wrong with this guy? Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but like we're not here to talk about that. That's, yeah, I mean that uh, it's yeah. fun. It's fun yeah. to, to to like you know throw it out there. Yeah. But um, we'll we'll see. I mean, we'll see what goes on there. We'll have a friendly bet. Let's let, we'll have a friendly bet. Let's see what happens. Candy bars. I will eat ten candy bars if he gets impeached. Okay, I'll eat. Uh, Those are gonna kill me. I'll eat another. I'll eat another MRE. Oh man. I'll eat another MRE. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> we'll just, <laughs> you know what? Whatever happens, we'll eat another one. Yeah, that's just how that goes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't think anything's going to change that guy at all. Oh, how about this? Why don't we do this? Okay, I'll say, if Trump, he'll either get, if he either gets impeached or he'll lose in 2020. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, if I win, you have to do a week of Orange Theory. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Okay. And okay. If, cool, cool. And if you win, uh, we got to eat MREs. Yeah, we we'll eat MREs. All right. Or, cool. I'll, or at least I'll eat one. 
they're all they're all a safe bet. Yeah, I mean, they're they're all just fun to do. Yeah, exactly. It's all good. Actually, no, but no, I think I think in in that sense, like the same same. Oh, wait, wait, you're gonna no, no, go you're, you're no, gonna no. tax something onto the bet? No, no, go ahead. Okay, no, I was saying in the same idea of like the the saturation points and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like we are seeing a little bit of a pushback now. Chappelle got the Mark Twain Award, mm-hmm. so like it is it does kind of feel like we are getting the pushback on like the madness aspect. Mm-hmm. Like there are certain there are obviously gonna be people who have a hard road back. Um, in anything like the like Weinstein ain't never coming back for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Louis C.K. is having a hard time for the right and the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. I think like that dude definitely did some stuff he shouldn't have done. But at the same time, like whatever you think about him, he's having a hard time coming back because you know he pulls his dick out in front of people. So that kind of stuff. Where Chappelle is just kind of speaking his mind about things that are just clearly like the fr- he's talking about the fringe people, mm-hmm. the weird fringe people, and they tried to cancel him and didn't work. So I feel like that kind of pushback on the madness. Like the really the uh, who was that Susan Powder and we're like stop the insanity yeah like I feel like that's what we're seeing that needs to slow down yeah I think it's like not so much the Weinsteiny shit and all that other like really gross crap that mm-hmm. we should we should focus more on the stuff that matters yeah I think yeah that. I, yeah I think it's 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 okay to be like publicly angry about like yeah. uh, about what's going about on about real there. shit about real shit like Cosby's going to jail because he raped a bunch of people yeah that's that, that's just. The law takes care of that, obviously, right? Yeah, obviously it takes yeah. care of that. And no, there was no one defending Bill Cosby, right? But that was like a, a call out. Like that, that was, like, was just a dude on stage. Yeah, Hannibal Burris is like Bill Cosby raised people. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, what, 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 what was that? Mm-hmm. He did what now? And then they got on him. And next thing you know, he's going to jail. Yeah. Like I mean, all of that kind of stuff is that's like that that weird kind of platform yelling, public shaming kind of stuff that I think we need to focus more on. Yeah. And not the fact that somebody's got dreadlocks. Well, the thing is, like, there's no, like, how, how everything like that is going right now there's mm-hmm. no coming back from that no no not at all. no if anything it's going to be it has to be pushed further and further further and further, and further right? down so like um and that's why like i think um like dave Chappelle getting the mark twain award that's 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 a good sign that's one example of like how um being woke i guess yeah uh i hate that term but like uh the, but the whole idea of like uh pushing towards like uh just cultural idiocy is that uh, is um is should be called out yeah. that should be rectified and like people should be not afraid to like anyone from like uh uh like things things that things that matter right yes anyone who has a YouTube channel or just want to put it on Twitter or like celebrities or comedians and stuff like that mm-hmm. should have the freedom to do that without being like uh words can't hurt you yeah I mean there's a poem about it like sticks and stones will break your bones but words can never hurt you yeah but you can but also on the on the opposite of that is that uh. You can take the power of a person's words away by just yeah, by just by, by just be like you know what that's uh, what you're saying is absolute bullshit. Just I'm, I'm it's uh, yeah. it's true, right? I mean, if you don't like what somebody's saying, ignore them. Ignore them. Don't yeah. like. I mean, there's there's that that funny meme again. It's and these are things that they're just funny little things like the, the sticks and stones. Just a funny little thing, but it holds a lot of weight. It's true. Just yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Like words can't hurt you. The other funny meme about the guy who's in the the internet. He's like, oh look, something on the internet that really bothers me. And I'll do I'll do what I need to do, and he turns the computer off. Yeah, like I'll do the right thing, and he shuts the computer off and goes about his day. It's like that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, that, exactly. That crazy person, for lack of a better term, who's shouting nonsense and and just garbage in the air, don't listen to. Yeah, him. just like the the worst the the worst thing you can give that person is your attention. Exactly. Yeah. Just walk away. Just man. walk away and be like, yeah, go ahead. Just keep because even. Like, but how do you get your points? If you don't call that guy out, mm-hmm. how do you get your points? Exactly. How I, do you raise your social your yeah, social status? Yeah, that's the thing. If you give that person on Twitter and like like oh cuz like even people who cuz there's no cuz they say there's no such thing as bad publicity. <laughs> that's right. So like, as long as you're talking about as you. As long as you're talking about you. Doesn't matter great, what you're right? saying. Why would you like why would you want to be talked about like uh 
like why would you want like why would you want why would you want to talk about someone who disagrees with what, what you're saying right mm-hmm. like on, like when it comes to like a, on a platform right like so if if you don't disagree if you disagree with someone saying like you know let's say if a person on Fox News said this stuff and you disagree with it and you hate what like like Sean Hattie and stuff like that, I wouldn't go and give t- Sean Hattie and just f- go on his Twitter feed and do all this stuff. I'd be no. like, fuck that. I'm like, I don't want to give this I'm guy ignore this guy. He's not, my, he's not worth my time. Everything Sean Hannity says is stupid. It's stupid. And, and it, I combat that by not watching Sean Hannity. Yeah, and the thing is, it, and it's he's harmless. Like, he's, just, <laughs> yeah, that's he's an idiot. Exactly right. He's harmless. He's a cheerleader. That's all he is. As much power as you think you're giving him, the on- I'll tell you what, the only reason at all for anybody who's mad at Trump, the only reason he's president is you gave him the attention. Yeah. That's it. That's it. If we had all just walked away, like, oh, he's saying crazy stuff. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? But like, the problem was you gave him enough juice that, like, all of a sudden, and he's not a Republican. All of a sudden, these Republican, and especially the religious right, the hardcore right, they got on board and they're like, this is our guy. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to use this. Mm-hmm. And they did. And he's president. Yeah. If Seth Meyers had just not made fun of his hair at that dinner, none of this happens. Yeah. Thank you, Seth Meyers. Mm-hmm. You. Back tart. I know that. Lib dark cuck. I know. I fucking love Seth Myers. <laughs> he's actually really good. Yeah, I, love, I love that. Out of guy. all the late night guys, that guy is the most on point. Yeah, he's he's great. Uh, Kimmel is a clown. I can't stand him. Stephen Colbert is a joke. I don't like him. His band, his band leader is garbage. I can't stand that guy. You don't like Jimmy uh, Kimmel? I don't like uh, Jimmy I, Kimmel. I can't stand. I fucking hate Jimmy Kimmel. I can't stand him. I think he's insincere, and I think he's he's just like he's, he's all a, the he's, noise. He's a terrible interviewer. Yeah, he's horrible. He's almost as bad as Ellen. Ellen's a horrible interviewer. Yeah. So if you like her too, you're garbage. Yeah, because um, no, yeah, Ellen's more about her show. Yeah, you know what? She does fun stuff and she's good at it. Because you know, the thing is, this daytime television. But even the nighttime stuff, her game show, mm-hmm. she's really good at her game show. Yeah, so like she's good at what she does, but, but she's I'm, a horrible interviewer. But she can't. She's not a good interviewer. She just asks about like you know, like who do you have a crush on? And yeah, this is the guy. This is the guy we think is good for you and stuff. And like, oh, like fuck off. I don't care. It's about the that. cringiest interviews on TV. Yeah. So like, uh, like I do like I I like ellen as a person i'm pretty sure she's a nice person but like uh uh but jimmy kimmel yeah he's such an idiot like yeah, I, kimmel's pretty crap he's crap um like i've always said fallon he cr- yeah he cries is, uh, on stage all the time all i'm like oh fuck, fuck off fallon is sincere because that what you see what you get i think fallon really is exactly i can't stand what jimmy fallon either i can't stand him but at least i think he's sincere i think what you see like he's not my cup of tea See, but, see, I'm the opposite. I think, I think what is what, and only because I you know what what is insincere about that guy mm. is his fucking laughing. I, I honest to God, I hate the way he laughs. I, I know laughs you at, do. He hates. He laughs at every. It's so fake. It's terrible. Yeah, but I don't think it's necessarily as fake as some of the other people out there. Like when they when they fake interest, or when they fake like um, like I like okay, like Stephen Colbert fakes interest in everything. He's. I always feel like he's got some sort of weird agenda in the way he's talking to people. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't believe anything he's doing. I think he's got a, like a personal agenda. Well, the thing is, like he's 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 on a on a big on a big show, right? Yeah. But like, so he's like he's a comedian at heart, right? But when he has comedians on, yeah. Like you see when Bill Burr was on there. Oh yeah, he doesn't know how to deal with. He it. doesn't know how to deal with them, right? He's got somebody who's funnier, and he's always trying to one up them. Yeah. So he's like. Uh, so even even Bill Burr was like he was probably like what the fuck? What's, what's going on with you man? Like, 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 there's a, a weirdness where he's trying to like, waste of time. Like he's trying to pick you down a little bit. Yeah. So like, but I feel like Fallon, even with the laughing and stuff, I kind of feel a weird like childlike sincerity about it. Like I, I think he's a child. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's it. He he laughs at everything. He tries to laugh at everything. Like when he goes when he goes back in the CDC, he starts laughing out of control. Yeah. I'm like I know that's fake. Yeah. But like uh, at least like but, but I think he's listening. He's listening, yeah. Like he's definitely listening. He's yeah. just, he's trying to sell the laugh, but I think he's listening. 
Yeah, I think he sincerely cares about what's happening. Yeah, like, the interaction. I, yeah, like I wouldn't like I I don't watch like my favorite late night show was Conan O'Brien. Like I think Conan is the overall still he, is man. He's the king. He's still the king. He's the king. Yeah, that that new format he's got with the half an hour. Perfect. It's uh it's solid. Oh, our light is flashing. Oh no, I'm getting a seizure. <laughs> Probably almost dead. Yeah. The uh, so. Yeah, but I feel like Conan is still Conan's like, the man. His his new his new tight tight format, man. Yeah. Where he just comes out, does his bit, does his shtick, does a funny spot in that little interview he's got. He's just taking a good format and tightened it up. Oh yeah, for sure. And he does his trips where he goes goes. They're always good. They're unbelievable. And they're not only are they they're funny, but some of them are insightful. Yeah. They're they're sincere. Because mm-hmm. to me, sincerity in a late night host is a big deal. Yeah, it is. Like, like, I really want to feel like this person genuinely gives a shit mm-hmm. about the 30-second conversation. Yeah. And if I, again, like, that's why I don't get from the other ones. No, yeah. And plus, and Conan is like, even though he's he, he comes off, like, his, he has, his comedy goes from clownish to, to witty. Yeah. Because he's so highly educated. Oh, that dude, he's he's always 10 steps ahead of whatever yeah. he's talking about. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And, uh, uh, and he's like, he's... He makes fun of himself. He's oh, like, yeah. uh, he doesn't care. He's like, uh, he has self-loathing. He's like, <laughs> small torso, long yeah. legs. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, he's. I just feel like he is. He's so far ahead mm-hmm. in everything. Oh yeah, in in all aspects. I mean, he's, the, he's one the, of the best writers in Simpsons ever. Oh yeah. So you know he's got he's that he's got everything. Yeah, razor sharp wit. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, it just feels like everything he's doing in the moment. He's already kind of planned an avenue to where the conversation is going to go, yep. where the joke is going to go, mm-hmm. where the self-deprecation is going to go. Like he always has somewhere else to go. Yeah, I, I really admire that about the way his uh, his style. Oh yeah, he's uh, the he's the, he's the Chappelle of late night. <laughs> I know he's he's pretty close to being that kind of a guy. Yeah, he is. Like he, he's definitely on the same level of uh, of understanding what's happening in his uh, in his environment. Yeah, he's like he's. <laughs> Like uh, I was watching this one interview with uh, like uh, with Kevin Hart. I'm not a huge Kevin Hart fan, but like uh, um, I remember uh, he was at the comedy store and he sat down with Chris Rock, and they were sitting there like you know they want to get like they're gonna do make they were they were trying to like go there and get some work done get, you know make jokes for a next uh, stand up or whatever, mm-hmm. and they were like uh, so they're and he's this is he's telling the story and then he's all he's, he goes all of a sudden uh, Dave Chappelle walks in, and he's like uh, they're like hey guys are you going on and he's like yeah I know we went on already and they're like so they're making their jokes Chris Rock and, D- and Kevin Hart are making jokes. He's like, they're like, Dave, you going to go on? He's like, yeah, I'm going to go up. And he's like, so he went up there for 20 minutes. In the first five minutes, first five, 10 minutes, uh, uh, Kevin Hart says, like, yeah, me and Chris Rock looked at each other, looked at the jokes we wrote, and we just crumpled that shit. Hey, uh, got to be, like, be something, right? Yeah, when you like, see a master class in front of you just because he felt like doing it? Yeah, and yeah, he just said, and he said, yeah, he goes, he goes our way of thinking yeah. is totally fucking not, not even on that level. Man, that is ridiculous. Kevin Hart said that he's like he goes. Our level of thinking was like is not on that level. Oh yeah, it's a, it is a he's different a, level. Oh, he said he's like, we're, he goes. We're a bunch of idiots. I started yeah. doing this thing that um, I saw um, Roy Wood Jr. talk about. Mm-hmm. I can't for the life of me remember where it was. Was that the guy from the Daily Show? Yeah, yeah, that that uh, black guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of like heavy set black guy. Yep. Um, it might have been man. Was it Roy Wood Jr.? I think it was. It might have been like on on Rogan or something. He was on something, and he talked about you've got to spend time watching the things you hate or, or, or investing time in things that you hate mm-hmm. that you don't like doing because if you're just gonna if you're just gonna like uh you know sit around and watch the content that you like or the friends that you like or just go to places live that you bubble. enjoy yeah. live in your bubble you're never gonna excel in that kind of comedy no you're like not, i mean never going to i've uh, i've written for a few people and like i always like in now i think back i think back about that like could i have been better mm-hmm. if i just spent more time doing things i don't like to do 
because I think they're garbage. Yeah. Or like the, the housewife shows. All those Andy Cohen housewife shows. Mm-hmm. I hate them so much. But when I watch them, I can feel myself getting funnier. Like I can feel my perspective of, of, of like that kind of disdain get better. Which is a weird way to put it. No, like, I know. I de- no, that, I that, makes, yeah. that makes total sense. I almost feel like my, my hate nerve... Yeah, it's just getting stronger. Real Housewives of Atlanta or whatever. Oh, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, I'd watch those and I'd be like, so I, I can like, actually like, if I was a stand-up comedian, I had to attack like some of those chicks. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, uh, like Nene or whatever the hell her name is. I, I, I could make fun of her right now, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, okay, those, those, all those, those man-eaters and stuff <laughs> like that, right? But I watch this show, I could be like, yeah, you know what? This Nene chick, I'm like, hey, yeah, you can kind of whatever it is. I don't know. You can hit her a little bit right now. Yeah, like, but if I, you watch the show, watch the show, then I could character assassinate her. Oh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's like I can character assassinate yeah. this broad. But no, it's the truth. Like those are there are certain things that you've got to start doing more of if you want to be sharper. And I feel like that's what Chappelle feels like all the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like all the time he's just, especially with like the wokeness, he's in that bubble of just everything around me just rubs me like sandpaper. Yeah, because so I can attack it really. Yeah, because well. you're never gonna like really like really attack or make fun of the things that you love, right? Exactly. You're always going to do that to the things that either bother you or confuse you mm-hmm. or just make you angry or just make, you know, like, or things that just bother you, right? Yeah. So if you're going to do that, don't attack the surface. You have to dig deep yeah. to the root of it. And so you, you can actually attack it like where it hurts. You're not, you're not going to brush the teeth of the thing you hate. You're going to pick at it with a dental drill. Yeah. You're going to floss it. You're going to floss it. Yeah. You're going to get right in there. Because yeah, you're never. I think so, yeah. All you're gonna do is shine it up. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Oh, at backside attack. At big save. We yeah, we really went. Um, a few more things. How do you feel about the BMF belt coming up this weekend tomorrow night? Tomorrow. The BMF? bad motherfucker belt. Do you not know about this? Jorge no. Masvidal is gonna fight Nate Diaz. Oh yeah, yeah, well, that belt. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rock is gonna put them on. Yeah. And the two cherubs are gonna shit on, sit on, shit on, and sit on the Rock's shoulders. Where are you watching it? Uh, I'm just gonna, you know, I, I will find a completely legal way to view it. Mm-hmm. Um, in my domicile. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got I, a bunch of family because I know Nick, Nick Diaz was saying about like how he didn't he slap a Habib? Nate or well, I mean Nate I did right. I don't. I I don't know. I think I he said something about that. Then he apologized. He's like, yeah, that was stupid. I, I He's probably that. high. But yeah, but swimming uh, too long and no no blood in his the brain. Fucking, the fucking Diaz brothers. Ah, uh, those guys. Yeah, they should have been in Scarface. I'll, I'll tell they, you this because the, the Diaz brothers were in Scarface. They were in Scarface. They were in Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not a I'm not a gigantic fan of the Diaz brothers. More because like the the style of person like they kind of present themselves to be. Well, the well, thing is like the UFC needs guys like that. They do but because they've always needed that stuff. You can't take away the toughness of those guys. No, and just the uncanny striking ability of those guys. No, they'll fight until they're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Chael said he was on that uh, the ESPN show with that that schmuck Max Kellerman and uh, Stephen A. Max Kellerman. Yeah, I just. Fuck. Every time that guy talks, I feel like he's a fifth grader trying to act like an adult asking questions that a third grader would ask. Well, the thing is that he's all about stats. Yes. Yes, he's all about stats. And you know he used to be a rapper in New York? Oh, that makes him even worse. Yeah, why is he so why is he so bad on Yo, the mic? Yeah, go uh, t- go on YouTube and check out his, his music. It's it's his his rap video. It's was it Mighty Max K? Uh, it's um it's kind of like J Rock from Mighty Max Tra- K knows the way. I'm not sure what it is, yeah. but but I'd rather listen to J Rock from <laughs> Trailer Park Boys and listen to that oh, guy. God, yeah, yeah, I know, but he was on there with uh, with Chael, and um Chael was it, it's a very basic observation mm-hmm. about this particular this particular fight. But he's like, this is going to come down to toughness. It's going to come down to who the tougher guy is. Mm-hmm. The problem here is got two guys who are ridiculously tough guys mm-hmm. you've got masvidal who was fighting since he was too young to fight is that guy is that guy's game stand-up oh yeah it's he can he can go to the ground uh enough 
But Diaz is stand up as well, right? Uh, Diaz is actually legit jits as well. He's he's very good. I mean, so he like, choked on McGregor. So do you think it's gonna be more of like a slugfest or? I feel like it. I feel like this might come down to one is gonna turn it into what the other one's gonna play catch up with. Either I, way, I think Diaz will win, but just because, uh, just for slugging it out, I think he's. I I don't know, like. I don't think Diaz knows he's out. Like when Diaz gets a hit in the head, I think he just he's like he a zombie. Keeps, mode. Yeah, he's a zombie. He, he goes in the zombie mode. He keeps put on two, moving. two bolts on his neck and he'll just walk around like Frankenstein. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh! I saw the Monsters uh, reboot. Oh, how was it? It's been years. Mm. I came out like six years ago. I just now saw it. Oh, was that right? Eh, it didn't. Uh, Eddie Izzard is always there to make me happy. Mm. I I don't know. I mean, I'm a. This is a weird way to end the show. I'm a Monsters purist. I grew up on the monsters. I love the monsters. Monsters are awesome. I love Dracula. Mm-hmm. I love the Dracula coupe. Mm-hmm. I love the Dracula sedan. Mm-hmm. I love the song Dracula by Rob Zombie. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. But um, this was very much not monsters, but that somehow made it okay for me. Oh, well, I don't know. Weird. Very yeah. strange. The I watched, whole thing was very strange. I watched three Halloween movies yesterday. What did you watch? I watched uh, Monster Squad. That's a good watch. I watched. No, I watched four. I watched. Uh, no, no, I watched. I watched. I watched four in the last two days. I watched. Monster Squad, I watched Fright Night, the original, from the 80s. Great movie. That's an, that's an excellent movie. Yeah, and then I watched uh, The Lost Boys, uh, and then I watched The Exorcist. So you basically watched the right movies. Yeah. Well done. Well, Halloween is my favorite time of year. How, it, no, 100%. Yeah, it's my favorite. I love ha- Halloween. Just from a personal standpoint, from a family standpoint, I love Christmas. Cause, you sissy. Yeah, no, because I like because my family because we have a, we all get together, so that, it's kind of a bonding thing. Oh, that's good. But this year we actually had. Uh, I was talking to my cousin about uh, my cousin. And we're at his parents' house, and we're talking about Halloween. And we're like, you know, we've never had a Halloween party before. Hmm. And so my uncle's like, let's just have a Halloween party. Well, there you go. And then he's like, uh, and for Indian people, it's like it's weird, right? So like, because uh, they don't. Well, really... I mean, we're pagans. Yeah. So this is our New Year. Yeah. So like, yeah, exactly. So like, <laughs> I mean, that's a real thing. Yeah. So we. Uh, so. Um, I didn't think this was like months ago. I didn't think he was serious about it. Mm. And then he said, "Yeah, we're th- we're throwing the Halloween party for sure." That's cool. And so I'm like, so I phoned him like, "Do you want me to pick up any decorations or stuff?" He's like, "No, no, we have everything." And it's I said, all good. "I was like, okay, what do they have?" Went to their place, fully decorated, wild. He was reg- he was dressed as a Punjabi pirate. That's and, pretty great. And his wife and my my, my <laughs> that's pretty great. And my my aunt was like she was dressed up as a as a witch. Yeah, full makeup, everything. That is really nice yeah. to hear, man. And I was like, uh, so everyone, that makes me feel warm ev- inside. Everyone was dressed up, and they the Halloween food like those like special cupcakes with like orange frosting and black and chocolate. Everything was done, and the house was was done up, and then we had they played Halloween music, and that's rad. I was like. You guys are awesome. Like, that is pretty cool. No. I, I appreciate the hell out of that. I'm not a Christmas guy mm-hmm. by any means. So when I hear Halloween parties happen, like with family functions like that, that yeah. makes me happy. Oh, yeah. And like he said, uh, so he's, and he's like, yeah, we'll do the same one next year. I was like, perfect. That's pretty cool. Good yeah. call. Good call on your uncle. That's awesome. I was, I was like, respect. That's a nice place to end the show. All right. We uh, we ended it on sincerity. I was sincerely happy at a Halloween party. Excellent. Well, I was not faking interest for Jimmy Fallon laughing. Well, next year um, we're having another one. We're going to do... Maybe two or three. One at my brother's house, and then we're going to do another one somewhere, and then my uncle's having another one as well. Pretty cool, man. You should come Pretty be one cool. of them. Uh, I, I will do it. Because I know you have a costume. I have multiple costumes. Excellent. Uh, that's pretty much it. All I right. think the music's been playing for a while. All right. Peace a out. New, new song. Mm. Oh, I cut your piece out. Okay, do it again. Go ahead. Peace out. There you go.